And here we go. Welcome back. It's another episode of the Awful Service Podcast. This is a podcast that comes with a beer and a bump. Ooh. The bump, of course, being an audio bump. Yeah, I can't. I'm driving. <laughs> I'd love, I'd love to listen, but I gotta get behind the wheel of a car later. <laughs> yes, yeah, it's, it's that kind of podcast. Uh, it's me, your host, Matt Doima, with Nathan Smesrud. Coming in hot with some California takes. We've got. Oh, the man that used to love drinking and driving, Joe Cocazello. <laughs> <laughs> you can't do that anymore. Well, yeah, we, apparently we're... the law gets involved. The law was always involved, but before it was a little less. It was a little more like, hey, get home. If you fucking if I see you doing <laughs> this again, I see your mother in church. I'm going to tell her, you know, like it was it was a little more Mayberry. Yeah, you, you also used to be able to drink with a case of beer. In the front seat of your oh, car. Drinking so. in the car was amazing. Drinking and drinking driving. Drinking and driving. Yes. See, yes. Uh, you know what? But we could talk about drinking and driving, and, and we will. Yeah, you're drunk driving this podcast. A, get to our guest. Ge- we have a guest to introduce. Uh, this, as far as I know, he hasn't drank and drove. As far as I know. <laughs> he might have drank and drove. I don't Statue know. Statue of limitations. I mean, how would I even know, to be honest? I know, right? Yeah, see, exactly. He gets it. <laughs> You woke up in your bed, except uh, you were still in your car. Yeah, it all worked out. <laughs> you just drove through your bedroom wall. It's on the second floor, so extra impressive. <laughs> yeah. And that man who uh, woke up in a in a car on the second floor. Allegedly. York, allegedly. <laughs> statue of limitation. Parody law. Other things. <clears throat> uh, is New York comedian, uh, friend of third Mike Joe Cocazello. So I don't know if that's an endorsement or an uh, indictment. Ringing endorsement. There you go. You guys, welcome to the podcast. Chris Castelli. I, I, hey, what's up? It's all right. We're good. Let's do a We're second awesome. take, Matt. Come on, do a second take. God, you got this. We don't have to second take everything, do we? Yeah, we're gonna no, do the whole thing. It it's gonna no, take four hours. Matt has to do seven. <laughs> Fuck it, we'll do it live. <laughs> we'll do it. Oh man, that's a, that should be a T-shirt of ours. Fuck it, we'll do it live because <laughs> nothing we do is live. <clears throat> well, uh, Chris, this is the Awful Service Podcast. This is a podcast where we talk about different customer service jobs and the stories there within. Uh, the very first segment on the podcast is one that we lovingly refer to as the resume. Show us your resume. Why should we hire you? Have you ever had a job? Write you up and fire you. Tell us all about yourself and your place of business. Talk about your former jobs, filthy, shady politics. Show us your resume. Cool song. I like it. Appreciate it. The make-believe friends. This is true. We have original jams on this podcast, Chris. We come hard, Chris. That's good. No copyright issues there. No, not at all. There's other. We have plenty other ones, but not that one. Not that one. Yeah. Again, surprised. No cease and desist. Yeah. Again, as soon as we get one, though, you'll be listeners. You'll be the first to know. Yes. That's going to open the envelope on the on the show. Yeah. Hey, they say any uh, any uh, any uh, advertising is good advertising. Damn it. 
Well, Chris, uh, the resume section, again, this is the time where you get to talk about the jobs. Uh, you don't have to do all of the jobs. Um, you know, just whatever you want. Thank the stories you. doesn't have to be chronological. You can go reverse chronological. I know I do believe that is difficult. You might throw your hip out. It's a risky maneuver. I love I'm how many episodes old, so, has yeah. it been since we discovered reverse chronological? It's been like 20. I don't know. Yes. And every episode since you have given the guest an opportunity to like test their fuck the Kama Sutra of their fucking. The, the, how the, many moves the, can you the do? The resume, resume Kama Sutra. Yeah. How many moves? Can, <laughs> have you done? Have you done the one where you put your leg up and tell about jobs that you shit on? Man, we got to get Sting on this podcast. He's the master of uh, of resume Kama Sutra. Dude, yeah, I don't but know he'd, he'd, do us. he'd get close to finishing a story and never finish. Yeah, it's like a seven hour <laughs> podcast where we just never fucking finish any stories until the end. And he wraps everything all up. I don't Tantric know if I can podcasting. That. And then he finishes it with a dream of brain. <laughs> I serenade you. All right, Chris, whenever you like to start. Uh, yeah, all right. I mean, uh, this seems pretty free flowing and that's excellent for me so here's the thing when joe asked me to do this podcast i didn't even know what it was about i was just like it's joe of course i'll do the podcast and then he told me what it was about and i was like oh i actually sort of prepared for this a year ago when i had an hour free (laughs) and i was thinking about how every time i apply for a job i i'm always changing my resume i'm always taking out certain things that are less relevant or shouldn't really be told to any living thing uh and putting putting in things that are more relevant. So I was like, maybe I should actually just assemble my real resume in quotes, which would be just everything, which I would never actually submit for any job. And so I went through and I just thought about my job history and I came up with 19 different jobs that I've had. We're not going to talk about all of them. Thank you. <laughs> actually, you know, right, is the list, do you have the chronological list in front of you? I, I got it in my, in my iPhone. So okay. I have the... Yeah. Can we do this? Can we, I don't think we've ever done this before. Can we, can you just list out all the jobs and then we'll go and then, you know, you could go back and tell the stories about which ones that you want, but like, I would love to if see you want. the 19. Cause we had Peggy Miller had 32 jobs and we didn't, we only got to like Four. three of them. <laughs> yeah. It's, but I, I would love to sure, know yeah. the list because it's kind of fun to see like when you switching you know, s- switching from retail to sales to like, to like, oh, I worked in this warehouse. Like, is I, there a through line? Like, yeah, a, yeah, is, is there like a the, continuity between all 19? I would love to see the yeah. whole timeline. If you can find one. I would love if you could find that line because I, I can't find it. So I, I'll, I'll try to, I'll try that, Joe. Uh, I'll, I'll try to just not explain anything along the way. That's the way to do this. Yeah, if I try to get into it. And then we'll go back and forever. touch on the fun ones. All right. First job, uh, dad's repair shop. I was his only employee. Uh, second sh- uh, job, pool store. Uh, next job, uh, grading assistant for the computer science department at the college. Uh, wow. c- scene shop carpenter. Uh, web and database person for the earth science department. Still in college now. Uh, then uh, and this IT company, network security, blah, blah, blah. And then computer programming with this software company. And then public school teaching and uh full-time poker player and then freelance web design and then installing large-scale holiday decorations seasonally did that for five years um freelance theater carpentry uh freelance poker dealer uh private tutoring uh teaching adult classes in poker and backgammon uh teaching at a, a small group learning center uh doing database report stuff for a trucking and warehouse company uh i taught at a catholic school for a couple years and taught at a different private school for a bunch more years uh 
I have not listed stand up or music because they don't pay enough to be a job. But <laughs> you could you could throw that in there if you wanted to. But mm -hmm. that would make it 21 instead of 19. I think if I counted right, I don't always count right. So that's the top level list. I'm not going to talk about all that because it's okay. This is, we only all have right. a couple can, hours here. Can, can you just tell <laughs> yeah, yeah, me? Yeah. Can you just tell me if you have any stories about these? Because I I kind of tried to get the whole list down and I missed a few. But I, yeah. I I just I, I I missed out on the 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 boring ones. <laughs> um, did did you say? <laughs> That you know. How do you know what's boring, what's not? I, I know. And I, I don't know. I just <laughs> I just picked out the ones that my that popped in my head, like that gave me a feeling. But now you said that you were a Catholic school teacher. I taught at a Catholic school. I would not describe we're myself not a as nun. a Catholic school teacher. Yeah, because no, yeah, I, like I didn't have uh, calling him a Catholic <laughs> school teacher implies that he takes the Eucharist, Joe. Are you this a man of a, the this cloth? Isn't like a religious bosom buddies? <laughs> I mean, it, it, it was it was weird. I mean, I was very clear that I'm not Catholic, but they needed a math teacher real bad. So I was like, I'll stand in. But, uh, you know, they, they they would do the Pledge of Allegiance in the middle in the beginning of the day, but then they'd also have the Lord's Prayer and they do it over the loudspeaker. So I would just be in there in, in you know, second period. And they, whenever they do this stuff and the kids are all just participating fully and I'm the only adult in the room, just not. <laughs> it's not participating in either of them see see unfortunately <laughs> if you take a knee during the lord's prayer they just think that you're uh really big into it they're just like oh he's just really dedicated the fucking colin right, yeah, kaepernick yeah. of saint francis's <laughs> i just look sideways i couldn't even look at the kids i just look sideways and glance <laughs> at said, them once in a while you kept you kept mumbling watermelon over and over again because that was my trick in uh i couldn't remember the words to songs in choir class so I would just I, I would just say watermelon over and over again because that just it looks like you're saying every word any word. Yeah, no, Actually, that, that's a good idea. Okay. I, I, didn't, tell I didn't think about Catholic you school tell a story buddies. About Francis's? No, we need to go back to Catholic school bosom buddies because you're just trying to say that Chris is just going to go put a habit on. <laughs> yeah, he gets out of his. Going to dress like a nun because <laughs> it's an all girls school. Yeah, he does like a like a, a Clark Kent Superman phone booth. <laughs> Goes in, as, then he as teaches Chris them all to sing, as, and now it's Sister Act, Sister Christine. <laughs> it's, it's Sister Act. It was a little bit Clark Kent because I... <laughs> we can sell this. This is sellable. Mark Wahlberg right, the and movie John pitch. Cena. <laughs> it's bosom buddies, but Sister Act, <laughs> dude. If we're Where's in this going with any sort of television or movie producer? All that's all you have to say. Okay, hey, can I just have? Can I just be? Uh, can I just say four words to you? And uh, if you don't, if you don't want to produce this, you can walk away. Just let me say four words. <laughs> I we we keep cutting with him some off. buddies. <laughs> Sister act. <laughs> boom! I guess it was five words. <laughs> the boom was implied, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Chris, wherever you want. Yeah. I that that's that's right. I don't know where to go next. That wasn't. Uh, well, I don't uh, have stories from it. I, what I, about your oh, private poker dealer? Was this? Tell I, me, I, this I, was in like Chinatown, fucking tree. It's oh, a just, triad. Fucking, you have to like go through a fucking a Japanese fucking laundromat, and then like, and then go up two flights of stairs. Uh, I'm not going to tell you where they were located because I don't know if that's going to be an issue. But basically just, you know, underground poker games, wherever. You know, I used to play at a bunch of games. Uh, when I moved to Manhattan in 2006, I was just like looking for games on Craigslist and whatever. So I would just play all around. And then eventually I, I took some like, a dealing class that cost like 
150 bucks. I'm like, yeah, I'll have an extra skill. And then I quit my job a bunch of years back, and then I was just like, oh, let's do this for a while. And I just survived on dealing games for, I don't know, probably at least a year just dealing did you so did you did you find these games in the casual encounters section of Craigslist? <laughs> it's like a secret place. Uh, <laughs> wanted some Jackson not even all that secret. Wanted yeah, Jackson I mean, Spades this, and Hearts. Uh, Chris, was this for a specific ethnicity? Was it like the Russians? Was it the, New York? It's everybody. No, okay, it's, so this you, was that's where you find a, yeah, you find a good mix everywhere in New York. Yeah. So this it wasn't just for one ethnicity, and they're like, oh. Christopher, you you be so good, you good deal. Yeah, hey, come back. You like it's you 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 were down Which in Little Italy. That, that was the entire. I don't know. It started Russian and then kind of drifted into fucking. I, th- that's what I thought. It was yeah, a little Brighton Beach. I'm not uh, here for the fucking. Benson-Hurst. I'm not here for my impressions. That's Matt. <laughs> Matt does impressions. Matt Matt, Most do of a... your impressions are weird impressions of yourself, Joe. I think. <laughs> 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 No, you get a very Joseph... rare. You get a very rare Joe Cocazello slow clap. That's, that's a very. I like that that one really honor. crosses state lines. That one really crossed state lines. There, that was good. Actually, <laughs> that joke's not allowed to cross state lines. Actually, it's a uh, it's against it's against the <laughs> Interstate Trade Act. Uh, you can't do that. Jack Johnson, just getting me with a white girl. There you go. So, anyway, uh, Chris, Chris, grab any of the jobs you like. Tell 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 us a story. Go ahead. All right, uh, story. I, I don't know. I, I kind of feel like going back to like, a little bit chronological. I'll just talk about the pool store because that was a high school job, which is oh, just yeah. filled with high school antics. So if you just want to know, is this pool of- as in billiards or splish splashing around? That's Both. an important question. Swimming pool, swimming pool. This was okay. on Long Island. This was a chain of swimming yes. pool retail stores. They sold above ground pools, not in ground pools. Dude, yes. Oh. But no, 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 no. But we have to make a very valid point here, Chris, because I also grew up on Long Island. You couldn't yeah. have, you couldn't have an in-ground pool. There, it wasn't. You literally didn't have enough square footage unless you bought the next door neighbor's house, knock that fucking thing down, and then you can have a pool in ground. So it Depends was really. You mostly. Uh, where were you in Long Island? Smithtown, the middle. Smithtown, uh, dude. Floor the whitest, park. the whitest part. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just. It's. Oh, I was with yeah. neighbors. We we had the same fucking area code five one six baby. Yeah, until they changed it. It was five one six when I was a kid, and then they took Suffolk County. They were like, "You get your own because we got too many people here." We should have kicked people out, but instead, we just made a new area. <laughs> yeah, no, it, 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 these these ideas that us us New Yorkers have, they get Hitlery real fast. We should have just kicked them oh, out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, but I meant the whites. I meant we should kick out the whites. This is the reverse. Yeah, yeah, get uh, the fuck out of here, you goomba! We got too many. You, we got to even it out. Those damn pazookies start yeah, moving well, into like, the you neighborhood. You got to it before me. Those fucking pazookies coming <laughs> in here, stealing our jobs. Don't let them date your sister. Yeah, not with, not with my sister. So you're working we for the police. We real well. This is, this Teresa, is good. Oh. you stay away from those <laughs> pazookies. <laughs> I feel like we should just embrace the tangents instead of going back to the topic every time. Oh, that's but, my uh, job is to make it go back to the topic. Joe, Joe's right, job is to the, pull away from it. It's, we're like yeah, the opposite is, ends of magnets. It's like planets in orbit. Yeah. Matt is dad. Joe's the crazy uncle. And I am just here for the ride, I guess. Let's see. Oh, yeah. So pool store. Just for, for context, uh, it's basically uh, two kinds of people working there. It's high school age kids getting paid minimum wage. Uh, actually, 10 cents more than minimum wage. I earned $5.25 an hour back when it was 5.15. So very nice of them. Um, so it's us. And then it was the 
slightly too old for this job, uh, the managers. And they always had way too many managers than they could do that because they were all underpaid. It was just the saddest group of people who I was really, I felt bad for them because they'd be like late 30s, 40s, 50s, making 30K a year, just dealing with high school kids as employees. They buy you guys beers? But also, what was that? Did they buy you guys beers? I don't think you needed an ID at the at the place next door to get beer. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it was like that. <laughs> yeah, but uh, so They're it's just still smoking in people. bars in Smithtown. They never quit. Oh yeah, I mean, maybe I don't know. I haven't been back that often, but whatever. So we're just like I was a cashier, and then also you know warehouse stock and just general retail stuff, and eventually I. Work myself up to selling equipment and selling pools and everything. But uh, not everyone got that kind of elevation. I guess I was fucking special, or at least I kept my mouth shut. But as far <laughs> as, like, comedy antics went, I was kind of like the straight man there, where I would just kind of distract the managers so the bullshit that was going on in the warehouse could just keep on happening. Mm-hmm. So I would just be, like, having a conversation with one of the managers, talking about sales, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll just... Just following along, not in my head. I, I think I see what you mean. I'll try that next time with, an, with a customer. And then meanwhile in the in the the back room in the warehouse they'd be just throwing shit and one time i was just talking to this manager and the the long stick this long broom handle without the broom part attached to it just came through the wall like a javelin and i'm just facing the wall the manager didn't even hear it i just see this thing come through the wall while i'm talking to him there are customers around the customers are like did you see that is that actually happening they were doing warehouse olympics they're, te- they're yeah, testing, the they're, they're testing equipment back there. They had like the fl- the eternal flame going in the back. <laughs> they were doing warehouse Olympics. Yeah, except they were burning plastic pool toys and letting them drip from the upstairs. <laughs> of the that was a real thing people were doing. One kid got burned. The, the liquid plastic hit his arm and he just watched it and screamed. <laughs> this is, you know, high school jobs. <laughs> uh, we used to shrink wrap people to a pole. We used to do that a lot. You know, those giant rolls of shrink wrap. <laughs> we would just what take is either a, vol- is this a volunteer or a victim. I, ah, for for a while it would be like once a day. Somebody would be either a volunteer or would just be coaxed into it, or just a victim. Hey, stand <laughs> next to just, that pole for a second. Yeah, just we're just all, go hang we're all measuring. Just, did, was mm-hmm. it like, hey, uh, we're all measuring each other's height? Uh, go stand with your back to that pole for a second so I can uh, measure your height there. And, uh, and boom, we got one. We got one. Get on me. Like everybody comes out from behind the pool boxes. Yeah, that's even more clever than, uh, than we even come up with. We, it was more you, like, you just, would hey, just grab go over there for a second. Yeah, just, just could you just, no, no right, right here. And then would you abuse one person or was this multiple peoples? I think almost everyone got it at some point. Nobody got so the pole. Everybody's fair yeah. game. And how long yeah, would they not, be stuck to said pole? It's not like one kid had to deal with it every time. Say that again. How long would they be stuck to said pole? Just uh, their lunch shift, right? Minutes to an hour until a manager came. <laughs> an hour? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> until a manager who gave a shit came and saw it. So hours. I, I, it could, I it could have been a while. Yeah. The manager that walks by and just goes, yeah, and then just <laughs> keeps walking. Oh, yeah. Some of them care. Some of them were just like, they got you. And Chris, I think Matt and Matt and Nate, Chris and I need to describe to you what owning an above ground pool means on Long Island, because that's there. You you don't it. it, You're super rich if you have a below ground pool, 
Mm-hmm. That's like that's some that's some rich ass shit. Mm-hmm. And then because you, you bought you the got property hedges. next door. Hedges block the, the the pores from your pool and shit. Mm-hmm. You got your servant lets Dobermans out at night and shit. Like that that's the fucking rich on Long Island. And then we have then you have Long Island rich, which is like the middle class rich, which an above ground pool was a showing of wealth. That means you got the above ground pool money, and that means you don't have to fucking go to the public pool or the goddamn beach with the fucking pores. You got the private, you could barbecue off the deck, and the deck goes like that's how you made it a, a below ground pool. What that that was the secret in Long Island. Built the deck a, around it. Yeah, the deck around the, the ground pool. higher. Yeah. And the deck is pretty much 92% of your backyard. <laughs> oh, yeah, there's no running, there's no exercise. It's yeah, just the deck. And if you didn't have the deck around it, then then all you had was around the pool. Right. It was like imagine putting just a ladder. A, a yeah. slightly larger square over a slightly smaller circle, like right in the middle. And so it's just, <laughs> you, yeah. You're, At the pool store, we, you know, we, we saw all kinds of ways of getting into the pool. Like you'd, you'd have the basic ladder you can get for 20 bucks. And then some people want to spend the money. They couldn't afford the deck, but they would buy the giant plastic stairs to feel like it's an in-ground pool. This oh. one guy comes in this one time. This guy comes in. He's like, I saw you have an advertisement for stairs for an above ground. Can you show me the stairs? I walked him over to the stairs. I was like, these are the options we have. The price tags are right on him. And then he stares at me like I'm supposed to sell him these stairs. I'm like, these, these are pretty self-explanatory. It's, it's fucking stairs. <laughs> well, you put right? one foot, and then you take your other foot, and then you go onto that. And then you, I, yeah. and then you lift yourself. Your, oh. he, he was expecting. He, he, he uh, waits a bit. Oh. So he wanted to sell Did he need a demo? Yeah. <laughs> he, he didn't even explain that. He just stared at me for about two full minutes. And eventually he goes, are you in school? I was like, yeah, I'm in school. He's like, good. You should stay there because this is not for you. This is not the sales job for you. I'm like, do you <laughs> think that this is my my dream job? I am 16 years old here selling you a staircase. Do you want or not? Just, was this a secret shopper? <laughs> I don't hey, know, kid, man, but he, I, I got I, I'm, I'm to have to write this report. You try to sell me some stairs here quick. He's talking to me like I make six dollars an hour or more. I know. Come on, you got that stair bonus money coming. <laughs> Gonna put yourself through Stanford. Just young Chris as a four year old, like when I grow up, I just want to sell pool it's accessories, pool stairs, above ground pool, pool stairs. Yeah, clearly I'm just working to buy a fucking drum set. That's all I want to do <laughs> with this money. Here. This is silly. Ugh. How you believe me? <laughs> there, you have the one try hard that you work with. Believe me, you've never walked on a set of stairs like these before. Take them for a spin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How you set up for chlorine? Do you need some more? Chlorine? They go up and they go down. Not all <laughs> stairs do that. <laughs> hey, uh, these stairs are more solid in the water for you, fat ass. Because there's a lot of big people in Long Island. You should have just looked them up and down, like. uh for you, yeah. sir, you're gonna want these, and you're gonna want the You're gonna need the deluxe. You're gonna need the deluxe model. The big and tall stairs. <laughs> <laughs> That's, is that what BTS stands for? <laughs> what next? You want more pool store stories, or you want to? If you got, if you got them, if you got some more pool store stories, this, that, this is fun. Go ahead. All right, I'll, I'll mess around with that. Uh, just because this is this was a theme that happened more than once. I. Really enjoyed getting into cardboard boxes, kind of like a cat. And so <laughs> <laughs> it was it was not unusual to just have a box that was recently unloaded just in the middle of an aisle when there were customers. And so one time th- there was this box that was just upside down. And I got this crazy <laughs> idea. I'm just going to be there for a while. I'm just going to be inside this box <laughs> in, the, in the, the pool filter aisle. 
So I, was just, I just got inside the box upside down. And then I could see through a crack in, in the box. And a manager walks around the other, the other end of the aisle with a couple of customers. And he's talking about pool filters. And it's going on for a while. So I'm like, well, here I go. So anytime he turned his back toward the customers again, I just crept forward a little bit. Like Looney Tunes. <laughs> And then I would stop and he would turn around and see the box. Okay, that's, that's about where the box was. He looked back around. So the customers are just watching me, keeping their faces as, as straight as possible. And I'm just creeping up behind this manager. Stopping. He turns around. He's like, hmm. Continue the sales pitch. And then I just stayed there and I watched them leave. I didn't, there was no climax. I just had a little fun with it. <laughs> and it was a great day. Please and tell I- me that you were just like subtly with your voice, like, uh, like the plinking of violin strings, like bling, 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 bling. Like every time you move your foot, like bling, bling, like they do on Disney, like on Warner like Brothers. I was thinking it. Yeah, I was, I was thinking it for sure. The other time I, I, I decided to get in some boxes was my last day at that job. I knew I was gone. I already quit two weeks before. They knew I was leaving, except not everyone Box knew I was turtle. This, so there was, a, there was a pyramid, like a pyramid against the wall of boxes that had to be 30 feet long and 20 feet high. They had these pool floats in them. And I noticed that the box on the very end was empty. So I I decided, you know what's going to be fun here? To crawl in this box and tunnel through to the other side. Because I didn't want to work that day. And it was my last day. And there was nothing to do anyway. So I get in the one box. I open the one next to it through like a tunnel. And I, I decide to put those floats into the box I'm in and change places. And I did that all the way through to the other end of the box. It took me about... 20 minutes probably this other co-workers who were at my level you know children uh were watching the whole thing and not helping customers right. and like a little rustle in this box and then all of a sudden you see a little rustle in this box you're like oh he's, he's moving like your little shawshank redemption through the pool tools i was thinking the yeah. same fucking thing he's got the poster <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. the fucking- i'm breaking free it's a metaphor i'm breaking free from this spoon. job i've had for three years you got your architect with it, like your uh what was it uh they were like they were doing rock uh they were digging for rocks right they had a little a little pickaxe I was, I was okay your new, your new nickname yeah. is chris catstelli <laughs> yeah i mean that's it that's it Okay, that's but, uh, your one for the episode, so that, that, Matt. So- <laughs> you don't get to take my one. That's not how it works. Oh, man. The crowd, the crowd was gathering. It was very fun. Uh, one at a time, all the other coworkers would be like, look, look what's happening. And then they would just, I, I didn't know this was happening, but I just, I learned after how this all went down. Like and then this new you? manager, brand new manager who I met like the day before. He doesn't know anything about what's going on in the store. They he doesn't just know your cat ways. There. I get through the other end and he's just standing there with his arms crossed like he's a tough guy. He looks at me. He's like, you're fired. And everybody starts cracking up because everybody else in the place knows it's my last day and I'm out anyway. <laughs> Dude, that's amazing. I, did they tell you how long he was standing there waiting for you to come out of the final box? I hope he was there no, for like I, I five minutes just having like, a couple minutes. A couple minutes. Yeah. That is a beautiful story. And a show yeah, anyway. first. Childhood, yeah. Wait, what was that so, last part? Just... It's a show first. That's a new. That's a new uh, thing that's never happened on the show before. Yeah, we've never had uh, the, the box to box. Never happened. Yeah, box. Yeah, uh, I'm not saying it's a normal thing to do, but it was. It was silly at the time. It was the thing that needed <laughs> to be done, Chris. You know, that's how I felt, and that's what possessed me to do that. And you did it, and you're probably the only one, and you're probably still a goddamn legend at that pool store. 
in Smith. That Smith. Imagine town. if they still work there. Oh, please! I hope they don't all still work there. That you would gotta be terrible. Go. You no, should go. Don't. We should look it up. What's the name? Uh, hey, hey, hey! No, it's it's actually closed. It's actually closed now. Oh, oh, I was going to say Rest we can pause the show for a second. Turns out that location wasn't doing so well with the customers. And oh, gee, I wonder why. Because <laughs> <laughs> customer service. Imagine the Yelp, if Yelp there. existed back then, what the Yelp reviews would look like. Uh, I went into Smithtown Pools and. Uh, we were talking to a manager and we just about we were going to get an above ground pool. But then this box kept moving around. And it was very <laughs> weird. It was very weird. Very signed, one star signed Kieran. Kieran. <laughs> I, I was just looking at filters and all of a sudden <laughs> pot melted plastic started raining from the ceiling. <laughs> it's not a lie. You're not exaggerating. Like napalm. <laughs> <laughs> the number of fires that we we just started actual fires inside the building so many times. <laughs> I was over at Smithtown Pools the other day. I was getting at some at some big and tall stairs, and all of a sudden, a broom handle came through the fucking wall. One star. <laughs> I will be taking my pool stair purchase elsewhere. I'm just more enamored by the idea of a place like a, a pool store. A pool store. <laughs> you think wet? You think water? And no, no fire. Fire. <laughs> <laughs> well, especially in the winter time. In the winter time, it was real slow, and they had they hired way too many of us. And so, you know, what are you going to do when there's a store that sells butane right next door oh, when, when you have a bunch of teenagers? <laughs> Tony's we, butane sales. Hey, come get just your fucking our, butane and, over here, babe. You people just filled their soda bottles with butane. Soda bottles full of butane, and <laughs> as you do, the end of it. So yeah, you, you like the end of it, and then you step on it, and it just makes this cool flame burst, and then it goes away. That's how we. Uh, spent excuse our me, before we before ball. we continue, the awful service <laughs> podcast does not <laughs> does not promote any sort None of, of this is okay butane in water bottles thing. Then try at your own risk. <laughs> Please do not do this at home. Uh, and also, I can't I can't stop thinking about hey, it's Tony's butane. Hey, come on. Where the fuck else are you going to get your butane? It's the only fucking butane spot in Smithtown. Come on fucking down. It's Crazy Eddie's Crazy Butane Warehouse. We will fucking sell butane to anybody. Hey, you got a soda bottle? We'll fill it with butane. <laughs> Our price we'll is so cigarettes, but not for the fluid. <laughs> We have set fire to our prices. <laughs> Maybe if you made cigarettes legal for teenagers, we would just light those on fire and be peaceful. But no, yeah. we're going to light everything else on fire. <laughs> Where we burn uh, down the competition. They didn't do nothing about the butane. Where we burn down the competition. <laughs> All right. So that's how the store closed. We move on. We should move on. Yeah, oh, that's awesome. that, that location down. closed. It burned ago. to the ground. Uh, it's it's wonderful... now it, I think it's a gymnastics place now. I think it's gymnastics. And I still hope the butane place is next door, though. <laughs> the broom handle's still in the wall. They use it to swing around on. Hey, it's you a fucking stretchy theme. kids, you get the fuck out of my butane shop. You live hey, children, last one you thing get about the fuck that. out of here. That building, when I was a kid, used to be what was called the Cheap John's. That store does not exist anymore. They sold like three candy bars for a dollar, but they also had a video store. They didn't fully empty out the video store before the pool store moved in. So if we were bored, which was a lot, we just go to the old video store that was still in its abandoned shape and just look for tapes. <laughs> and you'd find a tape here and there. And what there were TVs with VCR John's? slots. You could just put them on. Yeah, it was great. What was it called? Uh, Cheap John's. Cheap John's. My babysitter used to take me there. Yeah, it was Cheap John's. nostalgic. 
We should move on. This is a lot it's, on one place, but it's right. worth it, I think. But it's good. No, it's good. <laughs> oh, we had a lot. We're to not talk complaining. About, Chris. Yeah, that was a <laughs> that 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 job was a, a soda bottle full of uh, butane because it was that hot. That was a good. Yeah, one. we jumped all over that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, can so, I ask you a question real quick? Because you were you said your first you. job was at your dad's repair shop, right? Yeah, yeah. And you were his only co. You were his only employee, his right hand man. Yeah. Like so tiny, how did you get business. out of that? Yeah. How did you get out of that to get into the dope ass? Uh, like, well, he, he couldn't afford to keep paying me. He didn't. He was he was a one man business, based, uh, barely staying in business. He was succeeding in his business until until not. He held it open for thirty years, just fixing stereos and VCRs and laserdisc players and DVD players. Blah, I blah, fucking blah. love it. Right. Did he retire? Yeah, so, he, uh, no, he had a pivot. That's a whole other story. But uh, okay. basically, he, the he, reason why I had to stop there. Yeah, you're gonna find like, stereos. After. He's like, wait, you're gonna go make five twenty five an hour over at that pool store? Fucking yeah, go there. <laughs> right. You, you can't pass that up. I get it. I can't. All right, wherever you want to go next. Yeah, he, he was paying me all right. He was paying me like 10 bucks an hour, but he couldn't keep on paying me because there wasn't enough work. But I, I was basically just like packing and shipping boxes and organizing invoices and computer stuff. Yeah, and see, that's where your love of boxes I was, came from. Ah, <laughs> my love of boxes. I do love boxes, and that's probably where it came from. Yeah. Yeah. So we we got down. Is People like to. This is literal retail therapy. Okay. We're figuring this out on the air. We're doing Digging it live. Deep. I'm processing a lot. Yeah, this is helpful, guys. I appreciate everything you're doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Walk Imagine you have past. a therapy session and it's the three of us. So, uh, dude, now let's relive your trauma. Well, that you depends were... what it costs. Fair. What's, what do you charge? Five twenty-five an hour. Yeah, uh, perfect. <laughs> I love that. All right, go ahead. To you or to me? I don't... All right. Yeah. Uh, where so where you... are we? Well, Joey, you had, you had an actual question, Joey. Sorry. You, you were a scene builder. Multiple times you built multiple once for a theater and once for what? Anything from yeah, TV in uh, in college for the theater department. Um, okay, building sets, installing you know stages and all kinds of just carpentry, just basic. Dude, hey, for- theater carpenters get mad pussy in college. I did that for a semester. <laughs> right? Are you? Am I right? You got pussy for one semester? Oh yeah! yeah. Oh yeah! Congrats! <laughs> I was gonna say. Uh- uh, when Joe yeah. said scene builder, I'm like, I don't remember him uh, listing improv as yes. uh, one of his. <laughs> <laughs> yes, let me and... set the stage for yes, you. Yes, and <laughs> all right, I need a, I need, a, I need a location. Ooh, a literal scene builder who's also an improver. Smithtown, Long Island. All right, so... Smith out. <laughs> I'll build okay, you a location. Gonna, it's gonna take me about. A it's gonna take me about a week. In but then we'll build it. <laughs> and it's a cat, and the guy's a fucking cat. I have a uh I have an important question. Uh in yeah. and, and it ties into a, a past episode. You did high-end holiday decoration yep. that for was five years. Yeah, yeah. Did you ever work with Katie Balloons? Oh I don't think so. You would I feel know. like I would remember that. Wait a minute, no. I I think I know who that is, but I don't think I work. Chris, with her. Chris, you're you're a delightful person, Chris. What did she say? What was her catchphrase? Augie. It's like uh-huh. Augie. What was her catchphrase? Augie, you were just Augie. Let me suck your cock. Let me suck your cock, Augie. <laughs> right, she was Chris, involved with such the show. A, Augie did it at one point. You're such a right? virile yeah. person, Chris. Let me <laughs> impregnate me. You're a virile person, Chris Catstelli. Honestly, Joe, let me lick your let me lick your face clean, Chris. Make beautiful children. (laughs) Chris is so talented. I'm becoming very Joe curious. Show them how talented you are, Chris. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah. Fucking love I'm, so I'm surprised we haven't joke. got a cease and desist from Katie Balloons. Yeah, yeah, that's that. That's, <laughs> that's one that I'm very surprised. Jimmy John. Do you do I that every episode? No. Bring up Katie Balloons for every episode for everyone because yeah, that'd be kind go. of a cool thing. No, I I thought it might cool. be pertinent. <laughs> yeah, so no, you're, you're, very good question. Yeah, yeah. So you're doing like not that, related that, to that. Sorry, that has to be an interesting job though. Because you said you're doing high end holiday decorations. Yeah, like uh, installations for Lord and Taylor and Macy's and like oh. rich people's apartment buildings. So and, you were doing storefront? Uh, not the, you... like the fronts were the, were more of the artistic, creative, like design, yeah. like the window. Yeah, the ladies. Things, but like the, the, uh, the giant trees the... and the giant garland things and like the Christmas trees made of steel mm-hmm. and like those gigantic things. And so were you getting Just, up on uh, ladders and shit? Like you were like 40 feet I mean, up with like a big fucking ball that the giant six foot ornament. A lot of time on ladders, a lot of time on, on lifts. Scissor lifts are my favorite. I love yeah. driving a scissor lift. I love they're, scissor they're lifting a chick. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. But you scissor lift. You ever scissor? You ever scissor lift a girl, Costelli? Is this an actual thing, Joe? Or are you inventing it right now? Hey, you got to pick them up and then scarabara, scarabaro. Yes, you got to give that. You got to scarabara. Even the, the video old... is not helping me understand. You get a scissor lift. He he's asking if you ever Steven Tyler a woman. Yeah. <laughs> Lead singer of Aerosmith. That's okay. It's a, Wait, like a I'm trying part. to remember. Oh, that's the, right. <laughs> what was the song from Aeros, uh from Armageddon? <laughs> oh God! I don't. I don't, don't want to miss a thing. Right? Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 That's see. That's why people. That's the people that listen to this podcast. They fucking Stephen Tyler, Aerosmith, Armageddon. Because yeah, I sing that during sex all the time. Thing. Yeah. So you're you're doing these high end decorations for rich folk. Because even when they close their eyes. <laughs> <laughs> And they fall asleep because you know they don't they miss wanna, you, baby. But they and don't want to miss wanna... a thing, and they don't want to miss all of the decorations that Chris is doing. And I don't want to miss a thing. Nice Shatner. Uh, Shatner does. Shatner does Aerosmith. Oh God! Don't don't give him any ideas. He's still alive. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that fucking guy. Yeah. So you're, again, you're doing you're doing the high end. So that has to be. In my mind, like really frustrating because I, I understand, especially if you're doing private residencies and things. Like, no, no, I don't. Yeah, I wanted yeah. a 39 foot tree, not a 42. Well, I mean, we're just the installers, so that we don't have to do any negotiating or anything like that. It's just like, here, put this up, and then we would put sort of put it up. But also, people there are not getting paid that much anyway, so it's like we do our best. And uh, you know, but there are safety issues because things are heavy mm-hmm. and they can fall, so you have to have some basic level of uh you know safety precautions but also they're paying people way too little that's hard to especially because they this is weird for one of the not one of the for some of the jobs i was the crew chief and i had never done it before so they made (laughs) me crew chief just because i had other life experience like teaching they were like oh you seem like you're at a higher level than people who would normally be applying for this job do you want to be the crew chief? I'm like, I have never been a crew chief on anything. Oh, you got to lie right there. Yeah. <laughs> I crew chief. No, I mean, I got the job and then I was honest afterwards. I uh, sizzle lift girls all the time. <laughs> Still don't know what I mean. But now I'm going to spend the next week or two figuring out what that might mean. And I'll get back to you. Love in an elevator. <laughs> Living it up. When I'm going down. 
love <laughs> in an elevator. Oh, I mean, I mean, you're missing. You're missing the most Loving obvious. Loving it up till I hit the ground. Joe, you're missing the obvious on this. She told me to walk this way. Talk this way. Anyway, sorry. Shatner rips. Looks like a lady. (laughs) (laughs) That too. Looks like a lady. Chris, Chris, you got a Shatner doing Aerosmith? Of course, Nate with the fucking win. I don't. I I don't want anything to do with William Shatner. Not a big fan. Fair. There. You know what? I hate Rescue 911 too. Um, <laughs> so, you're, so you, you said you're talking about all the accidents. Speaking of 911, did you did you see anything gnarly happen? Like a like somewhere or something? on the edge. <laughs> you can't stop yourself from falling. That's a good intro to accidents. That's good. Uh, nobody nobody fell. We all felt like we could fall at any time because we were you know way up high. Here's the safety thing. This was not an accident, but I was not given a harness to be several stories up on the outside of a building. <laughs> and there was it, it just it was not provided. <laughs> and like, there, there was one, but somebody else had to drive it, and I had to be there doing the actual installing of this gigantic wreath that weighed about two hundred pounds that we're carrying. Up. Like I'm carrying it up on the side of this lift. I didn't have a harness. I, I made my own harness out of aircraft cable. And, you know, just in case, it would have hurt like hell if I actually did fall because it would just be this aircraft cable like, clamping around my organs. But oh I managed God, to... It would have snapped you in it. half. Yes. Would, yeah, 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 probably. But uh, I, I managed and I, I installed that. I installed that with one fewer cable than I needed mm-hmm. because I needed one to make the harness. And then I got all the way up there with this thing <laughs> hanging off the lift, like three stories in the air outside this building. And I was like, oh, I don't have enough cables to maneuver this thing because i can't hold the weight and i had to just like fucked up physics this way of rigging i rigged up this weird pulley system using the railing of the of the lift <laughs> to get it in position and shift the weight i, I forgot how i did it but i was but bragging the about it the rest of the day because it was impossible and i was bragging about it and everyone was laughing at me they couldn't understand also that means i was just telling the story really crappy uh Tonight at nine on the news they were like, oh, so you hung died thing. That today in Rockefeller Center when a giant wreath fell off the Lord and Taylor building. <laughs> it, it was still there. It was still there when we went back to take it down. More attention. Uh, oh, right. um, what the fuck else? We broke uh, one of the windows at Macy's. We broke a window. <laughs> <laughs> and then I walked by there weeks later. Bro. They just had tape on it. Yeah, <laughs> Macy's of all places. Macy's really frowns upon broken uh, windows. What really? Yeah. So, so how did it happen? You drew. Uh, tell me, please tell me you threw a fucking broom handle, <laughs> and it went through. <laughs> it went right through. It was stuck right there. It, it was the end of a, a overnight because these are all overnight shifts for the most part. So this is mm-hmm. the end of an overnight shift. They came out and, and they're like, "You're fired," and they didn't know it was your last day. Yeah. During the load, it happened during the loadout. Like we're all we're loading all our crap out at like ten in the morning. No, maybe as a whatever time they opened, it was like a half hour before that. And uh, yeah, just getting equipment out real fast, and then one window right by the door just uh, just spider webbed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's pretty bad. But they got insurance, whatever. <laughs> and they're fucking Macy's. You didn't throw yeah. a brick. You didn't throw a brick through a J.C. Penny window. They can't afford it. <laughs> that still would just have a, it still to this day just have a sheet 
Yeah, that Sears would still have the fucking piece of cardboard. <laughs> it would have a piece of cardboard. It would be like an old lawnmower box that they fucking taped. Yeah, seven large black garbage bags taped together. <laughs> box just says Craftsman on it. So, if, whatever, whatever. Just job stick you the go. Bob Vila cardboard cutout in front of the go. hole. <laughs> or uh, it's or, just instructions of how to fix it without actually. Yeah. <laughs> have have a similar problem at home? We have the tools inside to fix. Yeah, it. We got a bunch of boxes. See, that's op- see, we're finding opportunity for you, Macy's. We're giving you ideas. It's job creation, like when we stole uh, those street signs in, in college. Like, we're just creating jobs. Somebody's got to put those signs back up. Come on, allegedly. <laughs> so, Chris, whatever job you want to go to next. Uh, what's what's good here? Uh, I don't know. What uh, kind of public school teacher? Joe, Joe what's, what's on your list, Joe? I, like, what did you t- public school teach? And what was the church? Uh, what what was the Catholic school name? I keep saying St. Francis, but what was the real one? That's what you want from me? You want me to identify exactly? Uh, <laughs> I'm which, just curious. I'm curious to know what school. Because <laughs> like, I may have went whatever. there. Yeah. It, it was, it was in the Bronx. Mata. Was it Notre Dame? No. Where was it, Chris? It was, it was, a, it was a Catholic school in the Bronx. It doesn't matter. They closed down. They were owned by the <laughs> same people that owned the pool shop. <laughs> the Catholic church. Maybe. <laughs> they weren't doing so well. They were not because they, they charge tuition, but they have to charge, you know, a small enough tuition that people can't be like the Catholic church is charging us too much. So it's got to be cheaper than other private schools, but it's still got to stay. They, they had a hard time. Catholic schools are, are having a hard time and they're closing some of them around the city. Uh, you know, I'm not really. I don't think it's the tuition. <laughs> yeah, it's the tuition's the problem, not the hush money. Uh, uh yeah, yeah. I don't know. The, I, it wasn't the worst school that I've seen. It was like, the, well, I was about to say the kids are so well behaved, but maybe that's that that fear of God thread. And of they weren't even. I don't know. They weren't even melting pools with fucking butane. <laughs> what was it? It was butane. <laughs> Oh, th- those those kids are so repressed that they're gonna they're gonna act out like crazy as soon as they get out of that place. So mm-hmm. it's, it's like that that too much repression. Like it was easy to teach there, but also the kids aren't exactly you know being kids. Okay, <laughs> and then they're gonna lash out in college, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. So pros and so, cons. Wh- they're gonna go marry a school? Lutheran. <laughs> what was your public school window there? You did uh, you went from uh, computer programming to. You were a math teacher again? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That, well, that was that was the first time I had a, an official teaching job. I mean, I did tutoring before that and everything. How the but, fuck did you lie your um, way into that? You didn't yeah. have a teaching degree, did he you? Won, he won the teaching degree in a poker game, Joe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <Catch yeah>. up. <laughs> um, yeah, the guy ran out of money. He didn't want the job anymore. He gave it up. You put up the pink slip to your Buick. He put up his fucking public school <laughs> teaching license. Yeah, got aces. Here we go. And pocket aces. Look at you. Send it. Send it my way. I want that certificate. No, I got. I did the teaching fellows where they they pay for most of oh, your masters and then you, you teach while you're getting it. Mm-hmm. But I mean that was that was ridiculous because you have to do this ridiculously impossible job and then go to school at night. And yes. they they put me at a they put me in the Bronx to teach. And no, 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 no. You put yourself Manhattan in the Bronx. <laughs> I okay, hate teaching fellows. Because they, what they do is they take these poor little kids that want to be teachers and do helping things. Mm-hmm. And then they they like, oh, we'll help you get your fucking teaching degree and we'll let you teach. 
while you do it. Isn't that great? But then they get them up. They get them all psyched up and then they go, it's your job to teach in the fucking pick the worst school. There was a private school that you could have chosen too, Chris. Like they give you an option, but they also pump you up to like fucking, this is how you need to help. And then they don't change lives resources. Yes. But then they don't give you any resources whatsoever. So you had to take what little money they gave you to buy school supplies for these kids, fucking teaching resources. Right. Am I correct, Chris? Oh, absolutely. I mean, the, the very, very little resource. I, I think we had some budget, I guess, with the school. But as far as like knowing how to do the job, it's just like they they put you in this six weeks of training in the summer, which is useless. And then they put you in a summer school just to watch. But summer school is not what school is <laughs> like. Mm-hmm. And and then it's September. And it's like, oh, I have all these classes of students and they think that I'm a teacher. I'm like, I'm not a teacher yet. I can't call myself a teacher until I've been doing it and I haven't you, been doing it. And and teaching in the Bronx, you're like Tom Berenger in the substitute. <laughs> and anyone he's, see that he's movie? murdering the students. He had, to, what? he had to be the vigilante teacher in the Bronx. Is that too old of a reference scary. for you guys? No, I know the reference, hence the uh, killing the students comment on mine, but uh <laughs> Uh, he was only killing the bad students at least you didn't i mean i'm just happy you didn't go dangerous minds with it uh oh yeah Ooh. did you did you ever did you ever get a chair and sit on it backwards so that you yeah. could identify with your kids yeah you gotta oh identify with those kids no the, the only reason for that is i am exhausted i don't want to be leaning backwards so i want to lean forward just head <laughs> in my hands like listen <sighs> i'm not trying to be inspirational right now just listen to me Here's where we're at. <laughs> I'm just I just need a place to, help to leave. You kids. What was the subject that you were teaching? Mm. Math. Ethics. Yeah. <laughs> if you burn one pool Ethics. toy and another pool toy, what do you have? A burned down pool store. So no, first uh, you take this butane and you put it in a plug in water bottle. No, that's chemistry, Joe. Oh, yeah. That's right. <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, but yeah, how did I make the switch? It was literally an ad on the subway. I was doing this programming job that was horrible. I got, I got to this programming job. The first day I walked in, I was like, this is gray as hell. I do not want to be here. I need to get out of this place. I cannot be here. And that first week, everyone who I met was raving about the job security. I was just like, you can have that. I need to get out of here. It took me two years. I finally saw an ad on the subway. And I was like, this, you know what the ad said? It said, think outside the cubicle. And I was so vulnerable and hating what I was doing. I was just like, I think this ad just fucking worked on me. You <laughs> got got te- by a subway yeah. ad. For the teaching fellows, that was what that was. Yeah. yeah. Change careers and be a teacher. Imagine your teachers. Think of one teacher that you recommend that you remember and you would then you love. Be like that person. I was like, I guess I'll try it. <laughs> and Chris, <laughs> Chris. In, in your defense, I have to come to your defense because I got got by a subway ad. I, I went to a Popeye's and I got that sandwich and it was delicious. <laughs> Same thing. It was so I got got, dude. It was just a shorter amount of time. Mm-hmm. And now Popeye's is where I go on a bad day of teaching when I just need go. something gross. Full circle. And delicious at the same time. You know, because all the best careers, though, are actually uh, started by apathy. <laughs> the best yeah, you you want to you want to find your rock is. bottom and then just start building from there. Right? Right. Once you hit Eeyore, then you gotta go. You gotta come back up to Timothy Robbins or whatever. You never go. Is. You never you never go full Eeyore. <laughs> what was his name? What was the kid's Christopher name? Christopher Robin. Christopher Robbins. Robin. Yeah. No Still thinking Robbins about Shawshank and Tim Robbins. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't you remember when Christopher Robbins. Robbins 
tunneled his way out of fucking Never Neverland or whatever the fuck that Pooh Bear lives. You're, you're mixing like four different things. It was the Hundred Acre Woods. God damn yes, it. Okay. <laughs> this is what Joe does. Joe mixes everything that's going hey, don't on. You remember, don't you remember? Don't you remember? And Peter Pan was there and Hook and then uh, and Tinkerbell uh, and there was that alligator that had a fucking alarm clock in his chest. Yeah. And he talks like we're supposed to know exactly where he's getting all of this from. But you do. <laughs> you you walk with me. You know where I'm going. <laughs> I enjoy it for sure. I think so. My visualization, <laughs> if I was gonna visualize you as an entity, I would probably draw you with nine other heads. Ah that are all inter interconnected. Jo- and they're Jusa. all working they're all working about thirty percent great. <laughs> And none of them understand each other, but they're trying so hard. And then we have it's like your the head, creature from the at mouth. the end of the thing. <laughs> I was just yeah, going to go then, with the three-headed yeah. giant from the Neverending Story, but you know, whatever. Uh, like I like how you guys all have your different Joe monsters. <laughs> that, that this is what you see, <laughs> listeners. Draw whatever your idea of a Joe monster is. Send it into awful service podcast at gmail the Awful Service Podcast, that's 222 West, the P.O. Box, St. Paul, Minnesota, 55427. I, if that's a real self-addressed address, envelope, <laughs> I hope that they get start getting mail. Just weird shit. And while you're context, at it, Joe quotes. send something to Scruff McGruff, Chicago, Illinois, 60652. It's <laughs> so not an time. actual address, and they wanted us to send things to it. I w- I'm always curious if anything actually showed up somewhere. I'm going to come up with a good address for us. While we're doing that. Do you ever teach the kids? Poker? Call 1-800-CARS-FOR-KIDS. <laughs> Do you ever teach the kids? Did you ever use poker as a way to teach math? Yes, I tried to start a poker club because they were doing electives on every Wednesday. We got to make our own elective. And then the first one I did was just like web design. That that was fine. And then the next year I was like, I want to do a poker elective because probability is really important and not taught enough. Mm -hmm. And then the principal, she's like, let me think about it. She thought about it forever. And then she was like, "Uh, actually... There's too much of a connection to gambling, and um, but as this a isn't a three card Monty elective. I mean, yeah, we're not we're not just throwing dice on the ground and everyone's losing. Right? <laughs> <laughs> dice. Like, we're, and she was They're like, consolation prize. Here's an article that I found that says why poker is actually really beneficial as a learning tool, but I'm still not doing it. Like, don't give me another reason why it's a good idea, and then tell me I can't do it. So I taught backgammon instead, which is approximately the same thing. Yes. Both can be played with money or not. You're like Edward They're Norton very much from related. You're like Edward Norton yeah. from Rounders. <laughs> I mean, Again. I don't want to be directly associated with his. I mean, you just called me worm. You just called me worm right now, uh, which is fine. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was a little bit of a little bit of a switch. Like, uh, you can't let me do this. Uh, I'll figure out a way. I'll get it. Yeah. But I just put it in, in my lessons instead. I actually just use poker a lot in my probability lessons and the kids were just like do you play a lot of poker i was like yeah i mean that's how i'm gonna make my living when i quit this job so i need to (laughs) brush up Uh, i'm just imagining you i'm just imagining you hustling kids like what you got yeah why do you think i rode a bike here today (laughs) (laughs) what do you got what do you got what do you got you got you got some lunch yeah yeah i'm playing for their their lunch that was free because they qualify for free lunch i'm just gonna do that well, at least you get fed. 
Give me that slice of apple that's wrapped in a piece of plastic. See, you know what, Chris? <laughs> Chris, okay. This is what you should. All right, you should take your love of poker and teaching, and love for teachers and to help teachers, and go and put an ad on the subway and be like, "Do you want to help kids? Well, let me teach you fucking how to play poker, motherfucker, and you can afford those school supplies because now you count cards like a motherfucker, and you can fucking That's now you drive Jack. to school in a yeah, but you the, got a better car than the fucking principal. blackjack. That is blackjack, Joe. Yes. Whatever. Card counting's blackjack. Whatever. You, you teach them all the fucking card games. You teach them three-card Monty. They're on the street hustling fucking tourists in Times Square. You just teach them war because of that, you know, Vegas vacation. Yeah. You just mob up the teachers. <laughs> yeah. Here's a game I know. They go in. All the teachers are running numbers. Yeah, all they're the- Ocean's <laughs> Elevening. They just come together as a good... I try, I try to say, like, there's a spread in the teacher's lounge where they're just... Yeah, they got a fucking... They got the board. That's all right. What's the what's the all right? What's so the think, grift? <laughs> what's the, doing what's sp- this ad going to say? The, the subway ad is just going to say something like, "Do you really want to? You really have a passion for teaching, but can't afford to do it for basically free? Exactly. Here's how you can make some money on the side, even though it's your main thing, so you can teach on the side for enjoyment. I don't know. It's not even fun. Yes, it, it that's fun, exactly what it is, dude. Work. Do you know how many teachers spend most of their money paying for school supplies for the kids that can't afford it because the, the school district doesn't have the budget and they can't You're go to the principal and ask for more money again because they'll get fired. Yeah. So it's you're giving, you're empowering teachers because our stupid country can't pay them enough. Dude, I love this. this we could start a effort. We could start a nonprofit. We could just be like non-profit. North Dakota and say it's for charity and then do it yeah. in Mars. Teaching teachers how to day trade. And then also teach. <laughs> yes. <laughs> hey, teachers. Here's you how you seen, rob banks. Ha, have you ever seen Boiler Room? Yeah. If you were, if you had some Boiler Room jobs, I would have fucking suggested that. But no, you had some poker playing, teaching, and fucking those jobs. So it's like I put them together, and ba boom, yeah. the two of my heads fucking came together and had a great fucking idea for you. I'm gonna so make a be... movie called Oceans 37. Oceans yeah. 37, where we take the 37 sitting on our classroom. Lots of grays. 37 kids in a class with only 30 deaths. <laughs> we're all together. We're going to find some money so we can afford to teach you. Exactly. Yeah, dude. And this is all done in uh, like a trailer in the parking lot of the school because that's what that's the classroom that they're stuck in. You go go yeah. teach in the fucking trailer park classroom. So you're, you, you were a professional poker player and still you still do play it on the side and such. So were there has to be some. Tour? interesting stories with that yeah did i see you on I mean, tv not, it's not like i it's not i'm not saying professional poker player like i uh did it for forever for everything right i i would do full-time for short periods of time and then also just occasionally go play and i would play sometimes it would be every day sometimes it'd be a few times a week sometimes it'd be once a month whatever so uh i decided not to be a professional poker player because i was just like this is one, you could just have a lot of negative days. So you have to be able to average that out. It's, it's people call it the most stressful way to make an easy living. And it's true. And it's just like, I, I did the numbers on it. I played every day for a month. Uh, you know, it was 28 days. I, I played every day and I kept spreadsheets just to see what the hourly would be. And it came out to $12 and 50 cents an hour. <laughs> 
so I'm like, okay. And that was, you know, playing one, two, no limit. Like I could be, I could make 1250 an hour doing this, but also 1250 an hour means some days you're losing 800 bucks. Some days you're making several hundred bucks and it has to average out. So it's just like, you're going to have a week where you're just down a lot. You're going to have weeks when you're up a lot and you have to be able to be okay with that. And it's stupid. That was, that month was in 2008. 2008. I I, I rented a little place. I had, you know, I had the summer off after my first year of teaching. And a place down in like, Atlantic City. Go. Yeah, so I just went to Atlantic City. I, I just stayed there for a month. And, you know, that was that was the hourly rate after up and down a lot. It was like, okay, that's cool. I've proved that I can be positive. Uh, I, made a, I used to kind of go to Atlantic City all the time, whether it was every month or whatever. And uh, my, my, my weirdest stat that I kept track of, I know this just sounds braggy, but it's just a, a true stat was i had a six-year streak without a losing trip to atlantic city oh i had some you know that had months off where i didn't go it it had lots of one-day trips or three-day trips or whatever so it wasn't like i was just there for you were were trying not to get banned by the casino i see you that's that's smart you were going you know listen i can't go i can't can't always go and you know i gotta give it some space gotta but some the, with with poker they actually they actually want winning players because winning players are still generating money for the casino even when you're mm-hmm. winning you're still generating money yeah for them, it's different than other other works. gaming yeah it's not like blackjack where you're playing against them mm-hmm. so they actually got a lot of free rooms just for doing that i used to get free rooms during the weekdays just for going there and making 1250 an hour chris so you uh you made 1250 an hour and in 2008, the federal minimum wage was five dollars and eighty-five cents. Yeah, so you were doing pretty yeah. good, bro. Yeah. Like it's that's a pretty yeah yeah living fucking the high life in AC. All the fucking shrimp you can eat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, bring a little more shrimp to the table, toots. With yeah, with I, some I eat a lot of meals at a table. <laughs> put it in a fucking martini glass this time, and don't be skimping on that fucking tartar sauce. A lot of casino sandwiches just behind me at the table if I didn't want to take a break or whatever. I mean, I took breaks, but often I was just like, let's just eat through and whatever. Uh, my longest uh, single sitting at a table, because you can just get up and you know leave whenever you want. So sometimes I play for a half hour. Sometimes I play for five hours. My longest session, uh, I figured out was, uh, I think it was like 19 and a half hours what? sitting at one table. Were and then we got a diaper like an astronaut? No, I went to the bathroom. He's not. He's not. He, he's I'm not sorry, I wasn't. I, <laughs> he has a catheter. I didn't clarify the bathroom break, so I, I allowed myself a bathroom break and also food. So, okay, all right. You he's said, that dedicated. He has a I, colostomy bag. Well, Chris, ready to I, go. I'm just. I'm not. I'm not Mr. Literal. <laughs> exactly. Like, but you said the longest time at a table was 19 hours. So of course I had. Oh, you to are ask. Mr. Literal. You're being extremely okay. literal, Joe. All right. So, oh, wait could, a minute. Don't be skipping you, you that cocktail sauce. Touch. Boom, you smack it on the is <laughs> 18 hours, 19 hours. <laughs> Next time, make my scotch a double. Yeah. It's, you got those fucking, uh, like the, po- the poker player that had like the dinosaur eyes on his fucking sunglasses or whatever. I like, never did the hat glasses thing. I never did that. I, okay. uh, I want, I don't know. Did, did, you, you, did, feel did right. you have any gimmick? Did you have a I mean, special I, hit I'm, me? Did you have a special stay? Well, I mean, I just try to stay as 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 plain faced as possible. You just don't want hey, to have put any another reaction. one on top there. <laughs> so I mean, you this, didn't this do like a, a really bad Russian Malkovich accent. <laughs> hey, that's Mandy Smiley. 
his money. Chiak, chiak, chiak. Yeah, I, the only thing I did to try to keep a straight face was I realized that I was more relaxed with my mouth open slightly. So often I would just have my mouth just loose like I was asleep. Just It would just look like, I know you, the <laughs> listeners at home can't see, but it, just for your we'll entertainment, it just like, I just have just a plain droopy. Like, you just look looking like, slack like shot at the kind of, poker yeah, like, table. Yeah, yeah like yeah, you make yeah. an Adam. You make an Adam Sandler from Little Nicky face. Oh God! Yeah, something like that. <laughs> Not making nearly as much uh, money though, so that's Miani. Miani. I the, so you said you also did like some underground poker games too. So some stuff that wasn't like above board casino, right? Yeah, I mean as. In those games, dealing is going to be more profitable on average because, you know, I can, I can just make a couple hundred bucks for dealing a six hour, eight hour session. Like that's that's a guarantee that that's a higher, higher hourly rate. I would also play just because I like playing. But dealing is the way to go. If you're just if you're going to underground games, if you know how to deal, just do that. Just deal. Because did you did you good. see any shady shit when that was happening? But you kept getting high on your own supply, bro. I, I don't even think really shady. Sh- well, okay. Here, here's here's one, which is just just for understanding. If you have a single table at your house or two tables, maybe mm-hmm. nobody's gonna bother you. But there were clubs that were just like they, they would be operating fifteen tables. They they would have like a space that would be an office space in an office building, and they would just make it a poker club. So I would find these poker clubs that were just like okay, they are raking in way too much money and people are really happy would, to be here and what would they put what would the fucking the front name be of what the office is in the office building so you can oh look it was the like directory. fucking i don't know like the elevator button was a like banana shack or some shit like that like total makeup <laughs> shit <laughs> incorporated just like innocent sounding whatever like oh your third floor is banana and then if you get out, out the elevator at that floor it's just a camera right in your face and it's one poosh. dude sitting in the chair and another door and like, you have to be like Oh, I'm here on purpose, or I'm not. I hit the oh, wrong this point. isn't Banana Incorporated. <laughs> I was yeah. just trying to get a uh, chocolate-covered banana. What is this? I was told I'm your new secretary. There, but you know what? There's always money in the banana stand. Is that, oh, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I went to a show. place like that. Yeah, There was a place I went that was, fits that exact description a lot, and then one day I went there, and it was I got just off empty. the elevator. It the was boiler empty. Room did. The ta- all the tables are flipped upside down. The lights don't work. Nobody's there. Like obviously, it was rated. Oh, they it was rated. rated. All the clubs that were big. Yeah. If a club is big like that and advertising on Craigslist, <laughs> they weren't being. <laughs> <laughs> you show up. There's little, cops. Yeah. I'm just here for the free sofa. They were being a little cavalier yeah. about it. <laughs> I was just I was just getting some yeah. free packing box some boxes to pack. I found this ad and. It, I think I got some wires got mixed. I don't know. Why do you have a, why do you have Oh, I was supposed to be on this. Is this the seventh floor? No, it's the sixth floor. Sorry. Oh, it's going to visit my lawyer. I was going to the yoga yeah. studio. Yeah, this is an illegal yoga. Is this, this is the illegal yoga studio? The illegal, an illegal yoga, yoga studio? <laughs> Operating out of a fucking, which, which happens to be, but that's the thing though, because that illegal yoga studio is just a front. For the fucking Vietnamese mob. 
Joe. Why are you going to do yoga no with $900 would... in your pocket? Yeah, <laughs> no one would expect an illegal poker game. That's my block that assists me in positions. And it's just a fat stack of cash. <laughs> yeah. You know, it was just at an illegal yoga studio. You didn't bend nothing. <laughs> I was just thinking like, or even like when you're in the Atlantic, did you ever see like someone in like, uh, like get caught cheating? Man, I don't even remember. Oh, and they, uh, that, that was the last time you saw them. <laughs> yeah, it's like they just get name. dragged away by two dudes with fucking bulges in their in the side of their suit coat because they're packing. I I, maybe this is boring, but more often you you would catch the opposite of cheating. Like there, you don't like if if someone is holding their cards too far up so someone else can see them. You just kind of like, you reach over and you just lift them up a little bit. And, yeah, yeah, like it's... The, the rules say that you don't have to not look. Like if someone shows c- their cards, you don't have right, to not. Right. You, don't, you don't have to do anything. You have no obligation. But more often, you'd be like, "Oh, this dude is like seventy, Sarah. Let me just let you know, I can see your cards for the future, <laughs> so you know, protect them a little bit." And people would just generally not. I mean, poker gets this bad rap, just underground shit, only because of what is and isn't legal. But everyone's really friendly and. You get a mix of people from all walks of life at a poker table. It's just a really, it's it's like Queens, uh, the borough of Queens uh, for the New Yorker here. It's the fucking melting pot of all social circles shows up at a poker game. Like young, old, every ethnicity, every, I want to say every uh, economic, socioeconomic status, but more often you'll have people who can afford to play. Right. But, you know, it, it, you do get a little bit of everyone, which I enjoy. No, that's sorry. That's, it wasn't that, that wasn't no, a whole thing. No, uh, I, I wish we were just you know. I don't. I don't. Okay. So full full there, disclosure. You were I part never, of the. You were part of the nice, legitimate, illegitimate underground poker games in New York City. Yeah, I not mean, run yeah. by any sort of ethnic mob. Yeah, I mean, run by all run kinds by of the people church. Want to host a game? People <laughs> just want to host a game and play. And because uh, poker is not legal in casinos, people are like. I'm going to have a game that there's demand for. It's just a supply mm-hmm. and demand thing. If you can just make it legal, then what's the problem? Like you, if you can even regulate it, you can say you can have a one table game at your house and we won't bother you. That's the reality now. So why not just make that the rule? Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't know. The, the laws make things more underground than they have to be. That's- it's yeah. all about who's getting a taste. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, for sure. All right, I just oh, have yeah, to say uh, this. Cause even when I dream of you, Oh, God damn. The sweetest dream will never do. I'd still miss you, baby. And I don't want to miss a thing. I have a terrible Shannon impression. Yes. But I can't stop I mean, doing you. Shannon does Aerosmith. Thank you for looking up the lyrics, though, so you can yes. so we were, I can get we it right. I'm not an Aerosmith fan. <laughs> Ooh, the only time I funky, listened to Aerosmith was in my Uncle Frank's van when we were going to the fucking crazy eddies in fucking no they're gonna they're gonna cheat they're going to the what was it john's that's that's how you name stores on long island it was fucking wackadoo tony's fucking carpet outlet come down to wackadoo tony's he's fucking nuts bro all right chris before we move on to our next segment is there any other like stories from any of the jobs that uh stick out uh i don't know let's let's see what comes to mind real quick uh what what do we got here uh, just, I'm just trying to see if there's one that's that has to be told. I mean, I don't know. There's, I could talk about any of them, but and all of your your large ornaments, none of them ever fell on anybody that we know of. 
I mean, you know of. None, none of the ones that I hung. Okay. But <laughs> and and what some was people time were. Uh, what was the what were the years that you were? You said five years. What was those years? Yeah, it, it was five seasons in a row. Uh, what the, I want to say like twenty. 13 was one of the years so around that i don't know maybe the, up to 2016 2012 i don't know something around there mm-hmm. sounds about right i could look it up but i don't have my no 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 no, no. i'm just gonna check i'm just gonna i just want to check something real quick because i'm the fact checker on this uh on the show here <laughs> you, you wear many hats joe. come to joe yeah. for the facts <laughs> yeah the one thing that you don't come to me for impressions that's the one thing i don't do is, <laughs> that's is sure. impressions is the is that on record? Are we uh, no. hold it to that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I'll try. <laughs> I'll give them a go. But the impressions, that's all Matt. Matt, yeah. do an impression. Do a do a Jew on Christmas. <laughs> I wonder what movies are playing. <laughs> all right. I'll, here, here's one story that I do like telling. All right. So this is um yeah, this this is this is worth it. And I have uh I have told this uh, fairly often and people do enjoy it. Uh, so it'll be a, let, a big letdown if you don't like it. Uh, if uh, so, this is back when I was teaching my first teaching job, mm-hmm. and they, after a couple of years, they ap- apparently valued my opinion highly enough to put me on the hiring committee, mm-hmm. right? And I'm I'm at like mid twenties, like twenty six years old, giving job interviews, which I should not be. <laughs> doing. Nobody who's twenty six years old should be on the giving side of the job interview. Um, so. It wasn't just me. There were plenty of different people, and they would choose who should be the ones giving the interviews for different candidates. And so there's this one interview that the principal said, I specifically needed to be on this interview because of a certain talent that I have. And the the person we were interviewing, basically, for whatever reason, we were required to interview her for legal reasons, mm-hmm. but she was not getting the job. Like, it was already decided. So this sounds not fair. sounds kind of shady. But I am in no position to question this principal because she's already been running the school in a very aggressive way. And I don't feel exactly safe bringing up uh, my objections. So I'm like, I'm just going to do what you say. So she says to me, "Okay, listen, here's what I need. I need you to ask this list of questions and then just stare at her. (laughs) Don't smile. Don't don't respond. Don't give her any indication that she has a chance in hell of getting this job. (laughs) Because, you know, staring is one of my things, you know, play a lot of poker. We've talked about that already. So oh, I, staring. I, I have, okay. I, I, have I thought stare, I was right? going to say, holy shit, we didn't even get into that, dude. We got to get into the staring. Where do you leer? Where do you sit and just gawk at people? You just un- make people uncomfortable with your long stares. But no, in a poker thing, that makes yeah. total sense. I, you just I, stared I don't at those. Need, yeah. As a teacher yeah. in the Bronx, you just stared at them. Just two minutes That's, straight. Just yeah, like, <laughs> for sure. That's what I always say about catcalling. I, I never catcall because I don't. I don't need words to to help me make women uncomfortable. I just, just my eyes do it. <laughs> Your poker stare, fair. Uh, I'm not even staring. Just just the way that just the thing just my eyes do. Slack that jaw them. slightly. All the lady dealers yeah, I, check out and they go to another table. I, I, uh, yeah. Bruce I mean, is going to take can... over from here, and he's like, ha ta 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 ha ta ta ta. Got to do the magic hands. Oh, no, there's no money here. There's no money there. Yeah, so it's a it's a talent that I have not uh, tried to develop, but apparently I got these eyes. I don't make eye contact, right? I don't do that. I, I, I'm just uh, whatever. My eyes are strange. Anyway, uh, so I get in this interview, and it's me and one other person, and I did exactly what I was told. I read the questions and I stared, and I did my job so well 
that I managed to make this woman who, again, is trying to get a job with the New York City Department of Education. I managed to make her stop in the middle of her sentence and say, I don't like your face. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> what? She's obviously just giving up the interview at that point. And I realized yes. during the interview, like, right, I, I, I realized throughout the interview, I'm like, oh, okay. I get why we're not hiring her. Like they knew enough about her. She's just obnoxious and talking like she knows everything. And she obviously at the same time is making it clear that she does not know much of anything about what she would be doing. So we're just, I did my job and it worked. And <laughs> I don't like your face. <laughs> Was the person that you were sitting in there with, with you, like every once in a while, you'd find yourself like alone together and they just look at you and just kind of smile and be like, you know, dude, I, I don't <laughs> like your face. <laughs> and you guys, oh, both yeah. she, she held bit. it together. Like she held it really well because she was not <laughs> doing the staring. She, she was the one trying to make it like more acceptable. Right. You, while were, I was you were bad. Kind of balancing that. Yeah. And, and she was fucking just, like, weird. Holding her weird mouth. Fucking on stiff. the spectrum cop. <laughs> mm-hmm. Autistic <laughs> police officer. Chris Catstelli. That's funny. Except for the police thing, but yeah. We'll get this back on wax here. Did you ever do any like any non-Christmas based decorating? Yeah, you said you were only seasonal. What just the Christmas season? Oh uh, yeah, that was it. Just just that. Uh it was like October through January. But it was set all up just, and, and breakdown. Just all Christmas, it was all Christmas stuff. Uh, yeah. so oh, I mean like... there was <laughs> there was some Hanukkah stuff occasionally that throw one menorah in a giant sea of Christmas tree. <laughs> like, okay, you're welcome. <laughs> that is so offensive. <laughs> they have a to- they have a tokenism. They're just like, Oh yeah, right. by the way, Hanukkah. <laughs> Merry yep. Christmas. Uh and uh Jews. <laughs> And so also back, back, back to Joe, Joe's impersonation. Jew and Christmas. You call this Mugu guy pan? Yeah, exactly. Uh, so, Chris, you were uh, Smithtown. That's the fucking Long Island Railroad to Hopog, right? Yeah, Hopog's uh, just, well, next town over, also part of Smithtown, but it, the way they break it down. Yeah, it's the next address over. And dude, I miss yeah. that. The Long Island Railroad is the greatest. That's such a great invention. I mean, it's such a piss smelling. Some cars. You, are you just mean shit. trains? You mean trains are a good invention? I, I love trains, you, dude. Wholeheartedly. Fuck the aerial plane. Like, like the, the, on the level of what Joe hates more, it's like it's uh, red hot chili peppers and then the aerial plane. Which is funny because they did have a song called Aeroplane. Right. Oh, yeah, that made me hate aerial planes even more. Ooh, is it a chicken or the egg scenario? Yes. <laughs> I already didn't like them, but that put Red Hot Chili Peppers above the planes. You're just like, I already don't like planes, and now you're singing a song about it? Yeah, that's it. You're above planes now. Right. Let's go to the next segment. <clears throat> oh, what, okay. What I wanted to say before we do, I, cause, and I, I, know, I know Matt hates this, but this is the point to this. Uh, because I, I'm the reason. And, and one more thing. I'm, I, yeah, I'm, I'm, I, this is the Columbo. You're so good at interrupting yourself, Joe. You interrupt yourself more than anyone. Else. <laughs> <laughs> well, sometimes one of the heads got something more important to say than the other head. And like, it's, yeah. But I did do. The, I'm 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 R and D on this show, Chris, and and so uh, research. I had to do a little research over here, and I found out there were 
no fatalities in New York from the years of 2011 until 2021 from any large holiday ornaments or menorahs falling on anyone, <laughs> killing any pedestrians <laughs> in New York. So I did, I did check that out. You are in the clear, bro. No holiday decoration related fatalities. <laughs> That is a large ball in the tri-state area from the oversized Christmas tree in Rockefeller Center killed three people today. However, it, like, rolled in, down in, like in the 20... Indiana Jones thing. <laughs> we will get to the bottom of this. We will find the ornament hanger who's responsible. Yes. It seems it seems uh, <laughs> police forensic scientists say that they were it, it was being held one airplane rope too short. <laughs> Not a lot of electrical safety issues though i, I wonder if any electrocutions happened because uh, we, 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 we held shit in place pretty well like we, we would always find a way to do enough tape or enough cable to keep something in place but we made our own electrical cables all the time and <laughs> no one was an electrician working the job just biting biting like live electrical wires like fishing line just, just gotta strip this wire real quick yeah stripping it with scissors because nothing else they didn't have <laughs> enough tools they don't send the right tools we just like go to the cvs and buy some scissors so we can strip the wires you like a guy <laughs> in the 40s fixing his house like it's like ah the, you know the living room lights yeah. went off so uh i'm gonna take this red wire and attach it to these two blue wires and i, I does it work honey is it supposed to be same color to same color or different color to same color <laughs> it's sparking <laughs> well chris we don't just exist on this podcast uh to talk about the former jobs uh the the did uh, an ornament kill someone or not none of that uh we we also exist on this podcast uh, to battle the scourge that is known as karens mm-hmm. but before we go into our next uh segment we always like to ask our guest chris how would you define a karen oh man i think a karen is someone who is certainly entitled certainly better than everyone else Right, that you have to be better than everyone. You have to know everything. Uh, you're not allowed to not know. And if you realize that you might not know, you have to convince yourself that you know in order to be a full Karen. And then you have to tell everyone else around you about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> everyone within earshot has to know that you can't possibly be wrong. And even if you're wrong, it's because you were right. <laughs> That's what I'm going with. I like it. <laughs> Well, every week, Chris, we find different Yelp reviews, Google reviews, Facebook reviews. Sometimes it's just tweets or handwritten notes. And it's a segment we call the Karen of the Week. This is Karen. I'm your boss. Oh, my God, Karen. Oh, my God, Karen. This is Karen. I'm your boss. Oh, my God, Karen. Oh, my God, This is Karen. I'm your boss. Oh, my God, Karen. I'm your boss. Each and every week, fellow contributor, third mic, and general saint of a human being, Rebecca Wilson dramatically reenacts one of these Karen complaints. And here's Rebecca with the Karen of the week. Why is Cracker Barrel getting away from decent family dining to selling booze? What's next? 
heroin. I've been a customer for over 40 years, but I will not eat next to some dude drinking stinking beer. Turn your old smoking section into booze dope addict section so we decent Christians aren't forced to smell that poison. That was a one-star review for a Cracker Barrel. Yep. Because there's... Cracker Barrel recently yeah. got their beer and wine licenses. Yeah. Beer and wine, not liquor. Nope. Beer and wine. Uh, so, two things. Uh, decent Christians. So, shouldn't Cracker Barrel be blasphemous? Oh, I like it. it's, and also, I want some of that Cracker Barrel heroin. <laughs> I need cracker barrel heroin in my life. Is that next to the old timey candies? Is that yeah, in the gift shop? It's it's sandwiched between that and the Duck Dynasty t-shirts. Yeah, those and the plush toys. Right. Is that it tastes like heroin? a rich brown gravy in your veins? They don't want to sit next to someone drinking Luther's evil poison. Stinking <laughs> beer. I love the stinking beer stinking because the alternative beer. is she's complaining about the smell of the beer, but she wants to bring a baby. She wants right. families and babies. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. <laughs> and wait, so turn the smoking section into a poison that section. It, the a poison booze section. and dope addict section. Uh, yeah. No, they the, they, they no, the opium dens. The opium den at the Cracker Barrel. Yeah. Uh, we're waiting. Uh, we're, we'll have two in the opium <laughs> den. The uh, when, we'll wait in that line. There's <laughs> just people in the lobby reclining on couches on their sides, with the big Hello? long pipe sticking out in front of them. You walk in and it's uh, standing in front of like the, the the girl at the door is standing in front of like a half barrel that's turned into the fucking, <laughs> you know, the, the stand in front. And she's yeah. like, welcome to Cracker Barrel. Uh, are you a decent Christian or would you like two for the opium den? Do you want to go Two for Satan's Satan's <laughs> The barrel now has three X's on it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Are you here for Christ or are you here for Luther? I want to know if the uh, yeah, playlist has changed. <laughs> Boy, Cracker Barrel's real weird now. Now that we got beer, we are also going to have fucking all kinds of wonderful black metal. This is going to yeah, be yeah. great. Just like it's, it's, it's playing praise music up front, but in the heroin section, it's playing yeah. Mastodon. Because once Cracker Barrel started serving alcohol... Choice. Once they started serving beer, then it was all downhill. Then they would all get the Cracker down. Barrel heroin. And mm-hmm. then there's, would you like to have promiscuous premarital sex in our Cracker <laughs> Barrel sex dungeon? Would you like to get tied up in a gimp suit and, and, and got walk across the floor like a dog? We got biscuits and gravy flavors. you want to marry a donkey at a Cracker Barrel? You can marry a donkey at a Cracker Barrel if you want. Because it all started when they started serving that stinking beer. Poison. It's poison. Stinking not decent. Yeah, but she mentions nothing of the blood of Christ that's being served. Oh, yeah. Did they only Mm. have wine Mm. and beer? Well, that's because she had, she had, uh, I'll have one small blood of Christ, please. Mm. Do you have any any N.A. blood of Christ? Yeah. Is this a, a blood of Christ Cabernet or is it more of a, a, a Merlot? How does the blood of Christ tonight? Do you think you did the, you think our meal will play, would uh would pair well with the blood of Christ? Welcome you decent Christians to another cracker barrel moment. If we can all join hands and say grace over our shitty mashed potatoes and chicken cutlets. 
I'm waiting for Cracker Barrel to like release kind of like their Kirkland brand or, you know, <laughs> bottle of wine. It's like <laughs> the Cracker Barrel edition, red. Cracker, Cracker Barrel selects. Yeah. The Chateau Diana. Oaky flavors. <laughs> this one. It this tastes one. like the Old Testament. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so like dead babies? This pairs best with chicken fried steak. Yeah. Just half dead babies. Mm. Chicken fried mistake, if you ask me. Oh. Hey. Hey. All right. There he is. Yeah. That's the veal. But, like, to the. the, (laughs) I love that they're so mad about this, right? They're so mad that they're selling alcohol at a place. Like, heaven forbid a restaurant trying to get a new revenue stream. Yeah, and can you tell me another rest a restaurant that's more pious, more pious? What what is the what pious. is the more, more more pious, more religious than the Cracker Barrel? Chick fil A, Chick fil A, Chick fil A. So that's where she this, that's where this Karen needs to go. But she yeah, needs to she take to, uh, taking my she went business. To Cracker Barrel on Sundays because Chick fil A ain't open on the Lord's Day. Oh, that was her. Take refuge. the wind out of take the fucking. <laughs> It's where she goes out of your fellowship. Fellowship and biscuits. Wow, you just Heaven forbid she has her wine and cracker at church and then has some wine and cracker at Cracker Barrel. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> really stepped on her butane filled water bottle. <laughs> <laughs> That's just the flame of Christ, thank you. <laughs> Our Lord is back. And he has returned. <sighs> well, sometimes it was butane, right? Yeah, <laughs> it was crazy. Al's butane warehouse <laughs> emporium. Yeah, yeah, we're giving away butane. Are you a fifteen? We're burning down the competition. Want us to set some pools on fire? You come on down. We'll fill down. one of them pools of butane. We don't give a fuck. Now open in Smithtown till I guess whenever. <laughs> well, much like getting you'll mad know when we're closed. You'll yeah. know. Yeah. <laughs> Much and like next getting... on tonight's news, tonight at nine, a butane store in Smithtown burns to the ground, taking down a pool store and a cheap John store that used to sell fucking tapes and three dollar, three for a dollar candy bars. Yes, we we I all like know that. the news people traveling there, f bomb in there as well. Uh, <laughs> much like someone getting mad that Cracker Barrel is selling alcohol, sometimes we have to ask ourselves, "Gee, why did it fail?" Why did it fail? Everything was squared away. Everything was squared away. I had my play written down. I had my play written down. I thought I was here to stay. I thought I was here to stay. Now I have to figure out why. Gee, why did it fail? Each and every week, we look at different businesses, menu items, and let's face it, for like the last year training videos, and we ask ourselves, why do you think that didn't work out? Now, we've done different <laughs> training videos for like mu- that have musicals that are they're trying to get to the kids. This one's not quite the same. But it's funny, we we're just talking about smoking sections, right? And we talk about smoking sections a lot on this podcast. Those were the days. <laughs> oh, the way Ken Miller played. <laughs> exactly. Well, we found a training video from Pan Am. Yes. Flights. So already we know why it failed. 
<clears throat> Please tell me if this if this is sexy stewardesses. One of them videos. No, <laughs> this is back when they had sexy steward, and they would, and then they'd have the one old lady that was the boss of all the sexy stewardesses, and they'd be like, "Come fly my skies." <laughs> no, this is a training video for them. This wasn't one of their commercials. This is how to oh. deal with a smoker smoking in the non-smoking part. Oh, of the plane. I love that they broke stuff up like this, like it made a difference. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're in the same fuselage. Yeah, you're. you're well, no, no, no. I mean, they have like a fucking curtain blocking the two sections. Yeah, if, if that. Or no, no, no. Because you know what? I take that back. Because smoking on an air, airplane was you could smoke wherever in first class, but then there was the back of the plane was the smoking section. Yep. And then there was just there was no. You just you could have sat one seat. And in front of the smoking section, that's where it stops. You just mm-hmm. couldn't smoke in your seat. And the guy behind you could, and everybody back behind him could. Well, so this there would be people that stood in the bathroom doorway and would yeah. just smoke in the smoking section. Like you just like fucking, oh, yeah, hey, just, just grabbing a quick heater. Yeah. So this is along the same lines. This is, uh, this is how to teach the stewardesses how wow. to deal with smokers smoking in the non-smoking section. Oh God, I miss this these days. Oh, wait till you see, wait till you see, wait till you see the cabin on this airplane. That's yellow. Oh, you're gonna love it. <laughs> it's hazy from the nicotine stains. It's, uh, yes, the, yeah, it started white. And it's this week's GUI did it fair. That's why I'm smoking, easing stress. Easing stress. Yeah, yeah that makes sense. So what should we do first when we get to London? Well, I think the first thing we should do is go to Herod's sale. Are they having their sale? Absolutely. <laughs> first week in January, we're really in, you know, right time for it. Oh, wonderful. And they have, the best thing they have are the furs are on sale. The most incredible fur collection you've ever seen. Oh. Excuse me. Perhaps you didn't realize, but this is a no-smoking zone, and I'll have to ask you to put the cigarette out. Oh, I'll just be a minute, actually. I mean, I realize it's no-smoking, but it'll just be a minute. Well, it is a no-smoking zone, and we don't allow cigarette smoking here, and I have to ask you to put it out. I'm sorry. There's really okay, nothing. Can we pause for just one second? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, can, Matt, will you just, because you're the best. He, Matt also does the best descriptions on the show, because gotta, we got to describe the video to our listeners. Matt, can you describe what the, because we have, we have two older ladies that are going to London yep. over here on the left. Mm-hmm. One pantsuit, one like fucking she's like just left her husband. Her husband went out for a pack of cigarettes 10 years ago. <laughs> never never came, came back. back. Never came fucking back. widow. Like and then. But Matt, would you describe <laughs> and then we have our lady stewardess who's you know well kept and then just trying to put out this situation. Yep. But Matt, can you for the listeners, would you describe this lady here that's In sitting front? across from the lady <laughs> the extra? The ex, yes, who isn't looking up from her Sky Mall magazine. Um, she looks like she was a candy striper. <laughs> but describe what she's wearing. Describe um, it to the listeners. She's wearing a pink sweater vest. Oh, you got to start from the fucking bottom. You got to start top, bottom layer and work your way out, Matthew. Oh, she's like wearing an, she's like wearing an onion. A, she's wearing a white collared shirt. Over the white collared shirt, she's wearing the aforementioned, and it's pink. Oh, it's yeah. not pink. It's pink. <sighs> it's Easter pink. Like this is you would dip your pawns eggs into this shit. Like that's yes. how pink this is. And it's a vest. A vest. You can see the arm there. Yep. It is a vest. It, it is, is not a even a whole sweater. No, it is not. 
pearl necklace. Yes, on the outside. On the outside, oh, but it's still show off the but jewels. It's still, but it, the pearl necklace is still under the collar. Yes, like a bolo tie. Right. And then speaking of a tie, she's wearing a bow tie, but it's one that looks like the little, like a gift wrap bow tie. So it's got the little string, the little things that go down with it as well. <laughs> yes, this is a, Chris, did you put up a giant one of those during the holiday season? <laughs> like it was attached to a wreath? Oh, oh my God. Like, like 15 a slightly windows larger wide. one. Yeah. <laughs> yes, for was sure. It, was it connected to someone with an, uh, the, the, uh, the, the predecessor, the, uh, the uh, the original Karen haircut, because yeah, all, it all looks like them. Trump's haircut. mom's haircut. All four of them, <laughs> all four of them have the Karen haircut. They they all look like they sell Tupperware. Oh yeah. This well, is... the thing about this woman's haircut is that she is clearly also a flight attendant who was cast to just be the woman. <laughs> right. Who <was> there. <laughs> like, hey, we need someone. <laughs> oh, do you think this they was all flight her outfit? The extra was I, at a least flight this attendant. one woman you're talking about is, and they changed her outfit. They mm-hmm. didn't. They didn't fix her hair from obviously flight attendant hair, but they changed her outfit to right. not match the one. They just stretched the a pink sweater vest over her normal flight attendant. They, they just that was uh, that was actually in Lost and Found. Someone <laughs> right. left that on a plane. This whole part is clearly for us because our listeners are not seeing any of this. But but oh. I, I I hope they enjoy this. Oh, they, they love this part. <laughs> So we, we, let's continue. Uh, she's see, she's trying to diffuse. She's like, I'm just going to finish. It's fine. I'll just be done here in a minute. It's okay. and it's a, a Virginia slim as long I, as my I, arm. Yeah. Matt, you didn't even describe her. This lady's hair. She has like fucking Cindy Lauper hair. Oh, yeah. I said they all have like the, it's a Karen haircut. It's but this one over here on the right, that's Cindy Lauper hair right there. It's yeah, it's all, got like it's, it's got the little bouffant. bouffant off to the one side. She's got like she's got kind of like a reverse mullet going on. It's short in the back, but yeah, it's long up party front. up front. Party up first front, class. But no doggy style. This is that's the airplane. It's first class up front here, and that's coach in the back, which is appropriate considering that she's just an off work stewardess. Mullet. Yeah, yeah. It's not bothering me. I don't. I don't care. Oh, that that may be fine, but it may be bothering the other people around you. I have seats in the yeah, back. That giant boat lady's been holding her breath for two minutes. Yeah, yeah, she is. She, if you look, she she's does look holding. like she's holding her fucking breath. <laughs> so she's like, she keeps passively, aggressively glancing over. Hey, Chris, side note, they're going to London and they're going to go shop at Harrods. You ever hang uh, big Christmas ornaments over there? There was, there I was wish. Because I didn't check over the <laughs> pond if anyone died. Three could, London. Could you imagine today. if they fl- <laughs> flying all of us out there from New York to work in London, yeah. but also not paying us enough, like paying yeah. for the for the flights, but not paying us a legitimate wage? <laughs> that makes sense. It was okay. It was eh. all right. Let's watch as she she. This is the first part of this is how to not do it. Oh, this oh. is Goofus and Gail. She's doing great so far. Yeah. Happy to try and move you. Well, actually, it's not necessary because there's a seat right here for me. Oh, that's all well and good, but the smoking zone is right back here after row 47. Now, if you'd like, oh, shit. back. And- what? Just go back and smoke in the smoking zone. That's all she's saying. Yeah, she's like, yeah, the smoking a, zone's behind this the lady, curtain. The smoking lady's a bitch. Just take the conversation to smoking. Let big old fucking Bo Watt read her fucking 1980 Sky Mall magazine <laughs> and stop holding her fucking breath. I also love that it's a row of blue seats, a row of purple seats, and then red seats. That's so you know where you're going. <laughs> it's, just, it's color code. 
This is coach. <laughs> they should bring that back. I like it. Yeah. The, now they're all just like that kind of like it's beige, grayish. <laughs> yeah. Get your filthy you mouth back them, to yeah. fucking steerage. And you can't smoke anywhere. You have to recognize the people you're sitting next to to know what row is yours. I like knowing that I'm in the purple row. Plain steerage. Right? There's a bunch of Irish people dancing. It's right next to like a fucking dogs in cages. No, the dogs in cages. They also smoke. Sure. Your filthy habit. Get back there with the Irish. Yeah. They're playing poker, but just because Chris back taught there him. with the Irish. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right let's let's see let's continue to see how she's uh, not doing it right we can help we can find another seat actually i but have in the a meantime, seat i have there. to ask you to put the cigarette out this is really why do you have to be so nitpicky i have to ask you to put the cigarette out now this is a no smoking zone do you believe this i believe it really it's not it bothering us all the cigarette <laughs> out Okay, pause. This is first class behavior me? happening in coach. Okay, we got to go back a couple of seconds because you guys need to. I don't. Did anyone notice the lady with the cigarette doesn't smoke cigarettes because the she's way she's right. holding this cigarette, like mm-hmm. she's like completely fucking flat handed. She just keeps the hand yeah. super flat with the cigarette just hanging there. Mm-hmm. She never touches it. And now she's going to put it out wrong. Watch this. Well, she's putting she's, she's doing it to make a point. Well, everything has an ashtray. That's when every seat had an ashtray. She should have. She should have spit in her hand and put it out, keeping eye yes. contact with the lady. I, put it out I, on her tongue. I do like that the passenger behind them though is clearly like. No, uh, she's like she's P-U. doing. The, ugh, she was the P-U. fucking rat. <laughs> that lady was like, "Excuse me, you know how to smoke everything." This this lady is such a like I'm <laughs> and then these two Karen. Can you believe this bitch you telling believe? me what to do? I told her it was just gonna be a minute. I'm breaking <laughs> rules, but they clearly don't apply to me. Uh-huh. Can you believe I know these... the sheriff in Smithtown? <laughs> <laughs> now let's let's see how we're supposed to do it. <sighs> My cousin's an officer in Hopog. So tell me more about this sale at Harrods. Fantastic. Oh, it's a Every different January lady now. At this time, it was absolutely Same. time. A, oh, shit. It is. It's a different person. It's a different lady. <laughs> it's a different no, bow. Just, the bow was too distracting. They're just like, all listen. the stewardesses were talking about the bow lady. No, and they're she, like, just get out of the fuck out of here. She actually had a flight to Toledo. She had to catch. <laughs> she had to fucking. <laughs> no. They have a sale in the furs. I would love to buy myself a red fox coat. I have always wanted one. It would, it would look. <laughs> On a separate note, they're talking about buying furs at Harrods. These you can afford first class, right? Yeah. Why are you flying coach? Yeah. In first oh, class, yeah. you're like, get the fuck out of here, sky waitress. <laughs> they they can actually, double. We're talking in, about fur, something first, you'll never own. In first class in the '80s, if a stewardess got up at it, you could just shoot him. Just you can abuse the shit out of stewardesses in first class in the eighties. Mm-hmm. Not anymore. Those were the days. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's continue. Holy, let's go tomorrow morning. First that, thing. That's that's i that sounds good to me. I'm really sorry to bother you, but perhaps you didn't realize that you're sitting in a non-smoking zone. 
Well, actually, I did. Uh, I just came up just for a few minutes to sit with my friend. Oh, so the two of you are traveling together. Yeah. And it, it doesn't it doesn't bother me. I don't mind if she smokes. Well, it may not bother you, but it could bother some of the other passengers uh, sitting here. Actually, and we have, no one's complained. Oh, but we do have designated smoking and non-smoking zones, and they're there for a reason. Well, you know, I have... Well, it's better now because she's crouching. Yes, yeah. and she's, she's not at their eye level. Yeah, she wasn't standing over her, standing over them like an authority figure. And I like how they cut to her face, and so, and then that's the point where they tell the the stewardess is in training. They're like, "And do you see her face? You see what she's doing? She's nodding her head, yes. But look she's what she's doing with her eyes listening. and mouth and face. Look what she's doing. She's saying, "Bitch, put your fucking cigarette out. Do you see how she's saying that with her face? But she's <laughs> but still you nodding. You need to learn this. to say that with your eyes. Yes, you have to say that. Don't with your use eyes. your mouth words. Yes, but say, <laughs> bitch, say put that your... fucking thing out <laughs> with your eyes. Stupid bitches fucking going to London. Like You think mm. you're fancy because you're going to get red fox. You, <laughs> get, you could buy red fox. At the, uh, and and say it with your face. Say it with your eyes and your mouth. Not on with a, your mouth. On words. a completely separate note to, to better, better descriptor of the, the two, the two troublemakers. They look like they were trying to be on uh, Golden Girls, the next generation. Oh, yeah. Like, I get, I get some real, some real, some real vibes going on here, you know? You, 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 I, I'm not alone on this, right? Like, you can kind of see yeah, it. Yeah, there's like a little Rose and Dorothy thing going on here. For sure. There's a little Rose and Nancy Reagan. Right? It, this was the Nancy Reagan line at, at Harrods. <laughs> that they were going to get more brightly colored suit jackets with the padding in the shoulders that Nate to give you the to give you the Nancy Reagan shoulders. Do you want shoulders like a presidential wife? Well, now you can come to Harrods where we haven't had an oversized holiday ornament accident in seven years. <laughs> that should be like they have a sign. It's like, you know, there hasn't been a workplace accident. <laughs> now, four seasons without an oversized holiday ornament accident. I have a seat actually in the back in the designated area, but I just came up just for a minute. Well, I have to ask you to put the cigarette out while you're in the no smoking zone. If you'd like to be just flying separately, That's, you know, it's the 80s. It's fucking it's like a 12 a, a hour flight to London. And they, they she couldn't even sit in the smoke. And she's like, I'm just going to. And so waiting to have a cigarette, you dumb cunt. So you're back in the go visit with your friend. And then when you need a Nick fix and you want to smoke a heater, go back with the rest of the gabagools or go make your friend go in the smoking section. Yes. Come visit her back there. Teal coat. Attempt to find two seats together in the back for you. Well, this this is my seat. And this one, this one is vacant. Mm. I realize that, mm. but this is a non-smoking zone, and the smoking and there are ashtrays in the arm. There arm are ashtrays in the armrest. That is I mean, true. That is a remnant, though, of the fact that it used to be like you didn't smoke on an airplane. No, you're you're a little stressed. Don't you bubblegum? Take a take a heater. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. They didn't they didn't change. They haven't changed the seats since then. That's why they're still purple. And instead not, not great of, yet. instead of peanuts and popcorn, it's just they're just putting out marbles. It's the stewardess and the, the beginning of the flight. It's like if you look on your right armrest, there is an ashtray. Please use that for all your cigarettes. Please don't put your butts out on the carpet. Thank you. <laughs> and then Betty Boop comes from Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Cigars, cigarettes, <laughs> cigarettes. Oh, Dude, seven decent and Christians can't smoke up here. <laughs> I have to go back with the heathens and their p- 
poison. There's stinking beer poison. <laughs> Imagine if they had all those Irish Catholics. Yeah. <laughs> those mix. I'd be more than happy to try and accommodate you back there. Would you like me to go look? Well, that's very good of you. If you could just just give me a couple of minutes, I'll be finished. I can't. I really can't allow that. This is a non-smoking zone, and we have rules and regulations okay. that we send Pause. That's the move I was waiting for, because that's what I would have done. It's, it's What you do is you buy time, and you're like, yeah, tell me why I can't smoke up here. And then you take another drag of the cigarette, and you let her talk, <laughs> and you get a couple of drags in. And then you're like, yeah, I am seeing but I'm very just going to be here for a minute. Because they, the two they, videos, they right? literally can't go, bitch, put, put out your fucking cigarette. Like, she like, did, she like did they at can the end now. of the end of the, the don't. She goes, put out the cigarette. That's now the you only... get sky marshaled and fucking 911 straps put on you. If you if you light up in a fucking <laughs> you know what I mean? They, you get sky marshaled within three drags of a fucking cigarette. If you lit up today. <laughs> but this lady is just sitting there. Just there's a four minute conversation. This stewardess is having kneeling down there. She could have finished that whole cigarette, put it out in the ashtray and been like, OK, I'm good. Are you good? I'm done. Like I won't do it again. That's the that's the ballsy move. You keep, and then she takes, you keep a, asking takes him why. A pack of you keep taking drags of the sick. Pack another one. Pack it on her fucking forehead. Tick 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 tick. What Strike are you gonna a match. do? Strike a match off her fucking teeth. <laughs> <laughs> fucking light up another one. <laughs> All right. It's for everybody's well being. She's almost finished. I know, but the smoking zone starts. Bullshit! She's almost finished. That's a that's full a fucking cigarette. Virginia Slim. That's a fucking. That's, that's a, a what's Virginia the... Slim one hundred. That's like yeah, extra. That's a hundred. That's definitely. That's a big ass cigarette. That's the length of a Cuban. Looks like a Tiffany Norton cigarette. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but eighties style, where they made them thick like Marlboros. <laughs> it's a row forty-seven. And I would like to ask you to please put out the cigarette. Oh, she, she, she said, please put out the cigarette. In the previous one, she says, put out the cigarette. And if you know, she's sometimes using those, the, the, uh, the skyway, the, she's using stewardess hands, you know, like the uh, pointing her like, okay. And then back this way is the, where the smoking is. And no over here. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, all right. I will. This okay. time. Okay, thanks for your cooperation. The rules and regulations are there to protect everybody. And the people around here are sitting in a non-smoking zone because they don't like... Oh, yeah. That, yeah they're, the cigarette's out, all right? Leave me alone. Yeah, get the Stop fuck out of here so we can talk about red fox fur. <laughs> uh, did, they did say red fox, right? No, yeah, red like, fox like fur. Like Sanford and Son? No, like the actual animal. Like it's... <laughs> They want to skim. You didn't say they wanted to skim. Hey, the- Lamont. <laughs> we own a junkyard in Los Angeles. <laughs> yeah, they sell that at uh, at Harrods, apparently. <laughs> red Fox. <laughs> they just shave Red Fox and make it a coat. <laughs> I mean, he was he didn't he didn't invest his money well after Sanford and Son, you guys. So he needed he needed another <laughs> line at Harrods. Not only is he a uh, uh, pioneer in the art of stand up comedy, but he seemingly has also pioneered the selling of merch. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> in the meantime, is there anything I can get you to drink or anything else I can get for you? 
Oh, and I still have some coffee. Thank you. I'm fine. Yes, I do. Could you take this and, and I'll have a Coca-Cola? Oh, sure. I'm sorry for the inconvenience. And if you change your mind and you'd like me to try and find two seats together, I'd be more than happy to do so. Just let me know. All right. Thanks very much. Okay. Bye-bye. Have a nice flight. The, the smoking lady should have read Fox Murder. Like, just just been like, you big dummy. Don't worry, but doesn't bother you. Again, I just... Get fox fur. Get your red fox fur and hair. <laughs> Just all about them jingles. Well, <clears throat> yeah. this has been a good episode, but I think it's time we 86 the podcast. But oh, before no. we do, before Can we, we watch do... that again, I really enjoyed that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anybody. One more time. <laughs> Just watch it. I, you know, no, the, the, the real move would have been if she would have put the cigarette on the stewardess. Oh, yeah. yeah open Just your mouth again. I dare you to open your fucking mouth again. Just and then just put it out on her tongue. <laughs> and then lights another one right there. Yes. Huh? Of course. I like striking the match no, off she, her teeth. She, to light she, up she puts one. the uh, old one out on her tongue yes. and then takes a, ma- a strike anywhere <laughs> match, does it off her forehead. Off the forehead. Takes a big puff and then blows it in her face. And she goes, what are you going to do? I know Mr. Pan Am, okay? <laughs> We're currently over the Atlantic Ocean. What are you going to turn this plane around? It's Pan Am, way, not Glenn Delta. What do you play? want <laughs> So, Chris. Smoke last... cigarettes on aeroplanes. It was. It was a different time. And you used to wear suits, too. Mm. Anyway. So we have one last segment we do on the podcast, Chris, and it's called Human Yelp Reviews. That's for you, Chris Costelli. You get a chance to review the podcast. Um, you can use as many stars as you like. Uh, we prefer out of five stars, but go nuts. Do whatever you want. Uh, you can do the podcast as a whole, or you can review us individually, whichever one you prefer. Kind of want to be ranked on butane fires. Mm-hmm. Like, what, what size <laughs> butane fire is this podcast? All right. A Yelp review for the podcast. Well, hmm. I think it was enlightening. I think it was inspiring. I think it was warm. Down memory lane. It was warm and friendly. Are you interrupting my Yelp review? I can do whatever I want, bro. <laughs> he interrupts everybody. <laughs> I interrupt myself. What made you think I'm not going to interrupt you? I'm, I'm going to make a review website called Yelp where Joe gets to go in and insert comments into the reviews and they have to stay there. That's what see, I want to do. See, Jelp actually just sounds like a, a website where people review Joe Cocazello. Oh, yeah, I don't want that. Fuck that website. <laughs> 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 Judgmental dummies. Talk about cease and desist orders. Uh, uh, continue, Chris. Uh, it, oh, all right. So this podcast was, was warm and inviting, like a, like a fire in the winter that you weren't expecting. <laughs> like you walk into one of those cool, classy bars in Brooklyn, like like downtown Brooklyn or Carroll Gardens, and, and they just have a fire going. You're like, I didn't even come for the fire, but now I'm staying for the fire. But Joe is sitting there in front of the fire. And if you're going to get into that fire, you got to talk to Joe. <laughs> That's my review. And out of five stars. cigarette. <laughs> Yeah, he's lighting it from the fire. <laughs> At least I'm not striking it off your forehead. Right. 
I said it was warm and inviting, just a little confusing. That's all. Uh, (laughs) I want that quote. That's a great quote for the podcast. It's very warm and inviting, just slightly confusing at times. Yeah. That should be a t-shirt. 12 stars. 12 stars. (laughs) 12 stars. That's how you do it. Yeah. uh, Chris, how do people follow you? This podcast is like having a a, a below-ground pool in Long Island. <laughs> Ooh. <That's laughs> <Ooh>, okay. <laughs> so, uh, Chris, how do people which, follow which you? Which could mean a lot of. I just want to say, Joe, that could mean a lot of things because some people have nice manicured pools and some people have abandoned their pools. That's true. At my grandparents' house in Huntington, there is what used to be a pool there, but it's just a hole, and <laughs> it could take away from the value of the house so much. So it makes me think of a wide range of things when you say in ground pool. Yeah, it's not like the Ponzi family's pool. Hey. Who are hey. they? I don't know them. Sorry. Uh, the Ponzi how do people follow me? Team. I don't. Don't follow me. Nobody needs to follow me. People follow me when they're in seventh grade and I have to walk them around the building. That's when they follow me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> there's a Twitter. There's a there's whatever. It's I, I think. I think Joe said it a whole bunch of times. It's Chris Katz Deli. It's you know misspelled on purpose, of course, but because uh, I do like cats and delis, and I do like meeting a cat at a deli. So Chris Katz Deli, dude, Bodega uh, Cats are no, the fucking greatest. I don't even tweet. I, I do love the Bodega Cats. They're they're. I take a picture of all of them, and I'm building a collection of uh, of cat photos for a coffee table book. Uh, no, just to have, just for me. Personal coffee table book. Yeah. Uh, why scroll on the phone when you can just look at cats on the phone instead? It's a coffee table book of cats on coffee tables. Yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's very meta. Meta, uh, Chris. You said that you did something for sure. A monthly show. Oh, I, uh, I do have a monthly show that I host. It is uh, the last Thursday of each month. Every once in a while, there's a change, so you got to you know look it up. Call the bar, you'll find out. But uh, at Nears Tavern in Brooklyn, uh, sorry, not in Brooklyn, it's uh, five blocks east of Brooklyn. It's in Queens. It's in Woodhaven, Queens. It is the oldest bar in New York City. Also happens to be uh, the bar where they filmed uh, films like Goodfellas at, at that bar. A lot nice. of scenes, not just a little bit. Yeah, so uh, it's a pretty cool, iconic, historic bar. They call themselves the most famous bar you've never heard of. And I have a, a show called Shinebox Comedy Show on the last hey. Thursday. Of oh, each month. Go home and get your shine box comedy show. That's it. That's right. So uh, Joe Pesci may or may not make an appearance. Usually he does not. He still hasn't. <laughs> but one day he gets the invite every every fucking time, though, right? He, he he gets the invite, but I haven't fixed my web hosting, so I can't get the replies. So that's ah. what I'm blaming <laughs> for, uh, nice. for that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Perfect. Any other shows or anything you want to promote? Just, uh, you know, don't smoke on airplanes and uh, don't litter. Keep the plastic out of the ocean. Uh, we're all going to die early. And live your life. There you go. And don't hurt people. That's what I'm promoting. Smart. I like it. We're just to live by. Uh, Joe? How do people well, tell you? Uh, I, I am promoting, uh, I have to say, uh, I, let's see, uh, early 2023, uh, my line of uh, very niche, very uh, old timey made uh, Cracker Barrel heroin will be on Cracker Barrel <laughs> novelty uh, candy section store shelves. It's old timey heroin. So I just be careful because it's potent as shit mm-hmm. because they didn't know how to really make heroin in the 1800s. 
So Cracker Barrel, <laughs> Joe Cocosello comes in liquid timey. form, one of those brown glass bottles. Yes, exactly. It it, it cures cancer. It fucking it, it fucking cures baldness. It uh, puts your kids your to sleep at night. Yeah, if your child can't sleep, good yeah, for it, a toothache. It's, a it's good for the shakes. Old your man wife Joe Cocosello, old timey cure all, old Cracker Barrel heroin will be on Cracker Barrel shelves in early 2023. So make sure if you're a decent Christian. You go down to the Cracker Barrel and you get yourself some of God's poison, and which is not poison is is technically not poison because it's God, God's God stuff, it's God. And then, um, uh, yes. Yeah, so uh, and and oh my gosh, I almost how did I almost forget you guys? I almost forgot. This is like the biggest news of all time. So like in the time that by the time that this show comes out, I, I mean I'm I'm gonna do a little pre, so it's not it's we had a couple of meetings. It's in the works. Uh, so um, I get to work with my first celebrity in a long time and uh, we're working on a big side project. And I just want to thank you guys. It's uh, uh, so Shatner does Aerosmith will be on LA. It's in, it's in stores, LA Best Buy, uh, like get your Shatner does Aerosmith. So it's, we have the blessing of Steven Tyler. We gave him a pair of bejazzled pants and he was so fucking thankful. Uh you gave and the him hit some more love, hank- love in an elevator did you give him some more handkerchiefs for his uh mic stand yes yes his mic stand now has a guinness book of world record 8720 handkerchiefs there it is a 240 pound mic stand it's also the now the world's <laughs> heaviest mic stand mostly made it is now made more of handkerchiefs than it is of mic stand material of metal so yeah, that's uh, and so follow me on the on the uh, on the Instagram at photographizing. That's photograph I Z I N G, and see all the awesome shit that I'm doing. Nice, Nate. Uh, you can follow me at Nathan Smezrud on Facebook and Twitter, and N Smezrud on Instagram. Um, yeah, I'm doing just a bunch of road gigs and shit right now. Nothing really worth promoting, and. Uh, yeah, the the speakeasy show is going to get fired up in the fall, so either September or October, whatever. Wonderful, love it. Uh, you can follow me. I am Matt Doima on Facebook and Instagram. I am at Chubby Waiter on uh, Twitter, as I believe in truth and advertising. Uh, as for me, I'm just going to promote the uh, Keller Open Mic. It's the open mic I run every single Wednesday evening in the basement of the Red Carpet Nightclub in the Keller Bar. The uh, Doors open at eight. The show starts about nine fifteen. Uh, it's a hoot and a half. We have five dollar uh, beer, thirty two ounce beer pitchers, uh, which Joe stole one poison. of. Uh, it was poison. We have a poison section uh, <laughs> for those decent Christians. For the decent Christians, yes, because you know they're they're always yeah yes because they they go to the red carpet nightclub in Saint Cloud on a Wednesday very much. Um, beyond that, I have a bunch of shows coming up, but that stuff I'll just put it on my socials. It's it's still mm-hmm. uh, some things in the works. Uh, your, your boy's getting some work. It's good. Yeah. Uh, follow the podcast at Awful Service Pod across all platforms. Make sure to Do send it. in your stories to the uh, at Awful Service Pod at gmail.com. Uh, you know, stories. we do love uh, we do love it when uh, I have to do less research. Um, hey, Chris, I'm R&D, bro. Yeah, I know, but I'm talking like for like the the Karens of the week and such. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. You do a lot of the, you do do a lot of the behind the scenes research that for the show for the show for the show for the show for the show. Um, Chris, thank you so much for for coming on the show. This has been this has been fun. Yeah, and can I Thanks say, Chris, me. 
Chris, yeah. I like your face. I like your face. Oh, thanks, Joe. Matt, I uh, I trimmed up the the mustache a little bit. So I'm I like your life. face, dude. Matt, I like your face. I like your face, Matt. Nate, I don't like your face. Fine. <laughs> I get it. Yeah, the, yeah. You have to have to go up the, after the handsome one, don't you? For the show. It's just the lighting. The That's all. For the show. And as always, make sure you're securing your oversized bulbs with enough airline wire. <laughs> if you're walking around with Harrods, make sure to look up. And also, and if you're at Harrods, I've been told they have a great Red Fox collection. You dummy! And have a good night. It's time to count the till. Sweep the floors and mop the spills. Say good night. Dispose of the trash and turn out the light. Tell me why I try. This whole damn thing is a lie, so I'll take my tips. My services have earned me this. Maybe I will find a way out, but for now I'll count my tips. And lock the door.